first. Yeah, sound check. Yes, testing, testing. Testing, one, two. One, two, <laughs> what one, people two. say. <laughs> Uno, dos. Uno, dos. Right, say, say some stuff, Chris. Talk to me. For Talk a to yeah. Talk, uh, what did you do today? I went gym. Yeah? Yeah, arm day today. Yeah, what did you do in the gym? hard. Triceps, biceps. Yeah? Mmm. Yes, <laughs> I do cardio. Cardio? Yeah, I started doing cardio now. All right. Mmm. That's sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? You started doing cardio? Mm, like, what do you do mm. with cardio? Just run on the treadmill. You run on the treadmill? <laughs> <laughs> then I go to the bike. Yeah? Mm. Then I go to do, that. Do you use the elliptical one? The yeah, one, that one. I was going to say really? that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, sick. That's the one. Do they have those assault bikes? You know what we had in the chain store at one point? Mm, yeah, they do. do. They, they have, have everything. It. Yeah, really? I just do like, I do like five sets on each one quick but like sprints what at the end or at the beginning mm, i do like half of them at the beginning half of them at the end. <laughs> <laughs> so you did arms what did you do for arms yeah then arms i did what did i do bicep curls mm. on the machine you know that you know yeah, that, yeah, yeah that one in there is sick you can lift loads of weight on yeah that. yeah how much did you do how much <laughs> i don't know was it like I was 46 i think today yeah 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 so sets of like 10 to 15 <laughs> high reps yeah 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 yeah. that's cool. kind of build that muscle right so you start from the beginning from uh mm. the origins of chris origins chris's of parkour chris. okay when parkour. do you start parkour should we start parkour yeah mm. come on let's do that let's do that okay. <laughs> mm. when did i start parkour 2009 mm. like 10 years ago mm. was it cable and blake a little bit closer to you if you can close like, yeah pull it, up, pull it up a little bit a little bit up Ah, there we yeah, go. Yeah, just in front of you like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I think that's better. Go on. Yeah, Cable and Blake. Those yeah, are the two yeah, guys yeah. that got me into parkour. Yeah, okay. yeah. Is it working? Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. Sick. Don't worry. Yeah, you can Cable. chat. <laughs> all right, Cable and Blake. Mm. Yeah, they had this thing called the Saiyans. Saiyan Edgerett. Parkour Academy. Edgerett, right? Yeah, yeah. And they did classes, and then I started going to them. Yeah, two thousand and nine. Mm-hmm. But I saw them first just by like riding past on my bike. Because I used to drive my bike. Because, yeah, I did like mountain biking. <laughs> Is that how you discovered parkour? <laughs> through through cycling, yeah. You just literally cycled I around? I just used to cycle around my neighborhood like every day for like eight hours. Yeah. Yeah, I was nuts. What were they doing? What were they doing? Yeah, do you oh, They used to do like, I don't know, loads of team like challenges. Them, yeah, team you? challenges. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, they, a lot of the training was that. We did like, I used to watch them doing like traversing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they used to do like cat leaps, but Wait, everyone traversing had to... was such a thing. Oh, traversing was sick. It's just this, mm. no one traverses anymore. No one really does that. Yeah. When yeah. was the last time you saw a video of somebody doing a traverse? No, it does not used. No. It's useful though. It is pretty useful. I reckon it's good. It's probably mm. one of the most useful. Very useful. Yeah, for sure. Mm. And it's like a good strength tool as well. Yeah. Everyone's weak now though. Everyone's scary. You reckon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in parkour. <laughs> most parkour people. I think a lot of parkour people don't do much strength training. They no I think maybe that's the sometimes though like it seems that the body type is really skinny and you're mm. really good at parkour which is really weird because you can run further yeah and not get tired yeah and just yeah. you weigh like 40 kilos so you can just jump yeah you can jump further as well and everything's easy but mm. you see some sketchy stuff sometimes like knee valguses and stuff like that yeah, yeah. when they're that, that skinny because i think they need to balance it better a little bit generally yeah i think that's missing in the parkour community yeah but it's still new, so it is still new. Eventually, like I think people would start training like athletes a little bit more, like Mish. 
Mm, yeah, he's, he's he seems to be mm. like a Olympic sprinter kind of mm. like physique, and he trains a lot of strength stuff, and he's got like probably the biggest jumping parkour yeah, at the yeah. moment, right? Like, yeah, probably. Like it. I know he's it's, he's doing something right, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't I know. know. Maybe eventually it'll go like that, and everyone be steroided up. You just start taking steroids. Yeah, I reckon. Like, if I think, it goes I think, into the Olympics. I think, I think for 100%, <laughs> if it goes into the Olympics, it's, it's a given that they're going to do steroids because... Because it's a competition. It's That's what everyone does in those competitions. Mm. And there's documentaries about it. And like, especially R- Russia, like not yeah, pointing yeah. fingers at Russia, but uh, one of the main documentaries was called Icarus that I saw mm. recently. And it's literally about Russia just having a state-sponsored just drug program. Was that for Olympics? Yeah. They busted the whole thing. Mm. The whole guy that ran it just was a whistleblower, told everyone, and then he basically, his friend got killed and yeah. he had to run away from the country and now he's an American protective custody because Russians are trying to kill him, basically. Oh which is pretty messed up. Mm. But honestly, I think some of the Russians are already on it. Mm. <laughs> I think, so. yeah, I think yeah. some Russian guys are probably already on steroids. The parkour guys, yeah, yeah, I think so. Probably because they disappear. <laughs> they disappear for like a few months and then they come back come and back they're just like enormous, enormous, yeah. And they can do double back from standing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Not many parkour people actually. This is something that yeah I would be interested in if more parkour people spoke about any training they did like behind their videos. Yeah, that's yeah, something no. that people should talk about. I think. Yeah, people never talk about it because, like, right. you see all these videos of like these all these Russian guys doing yeah. some crazy flips, but they must do some conditioning because they're all jacked. They tank. They were jacked. <laughs> yeah. Probably steroids. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. No, Someone I mean, it'd be cool be, to like, know. Yeah, because uh, you see Eric as well. He's like really, really strong. So mm. not that he does steroids. He doesn't have a steroid body, but like, it's just. Yeah, he probably does something, and, yeah, and you don't know. You just see these animals, and you think they're just like that, but they yeah. probably do something behind the scenes. You're right. I think it's good for the kids. Yeah, yeah, and for beginners yeah. to see that there's like some method behind all the crazy stuff that all these people appear to be doing. Yeah, like Callum does that though, which is good. Yeah, he, he posts a lot about his strength training on Instagram and stuff. I think people are starting to wake up to it though. To be yeah, fair, because yeah. I remember for a long period of time it was just kind of everyone took the piss out of it. Hmm. in the parkour community so strange I think. which is really weird <laughs> when so everyone strange. when you had people against weightlifting as well yeah like all the main guys as well were against it which was really strange mm, and yeah. then they all turned into oh okay actually weightlifting is okay and they all started doing it yeah, um, yeah i think that's a weird approach it's like being biased about yeah straight your... away flat out so no it's not needed yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think it's silly yeah. why not just try it try without out, some yeah. judgment and then if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You do something else. But yeah, I think people are stuck to their own like way of practicing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Did you do much of that at the beginning? Loads. Of yeah. It. yeah, yeah. But it was different, different style to now. Like, it's like endurance, body weight, basically. Yeah, body weight, lots of endurance, mm-hmm. which is actually quite good. Yeah. For like, yeah, for my brain. For your brain, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I used to do a lot as well, the mm. first classes. But no, it was good. What kind of stuff did you do? Uh, what did we do? Traversing. 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 A lot of QM. Mm-hmm. Backwards, going up staircases. That's sick. <laughs> yeah. What else did we do? Planks. A lot of like isometric holds. Uh, what did we do? Pull-ups. Dips. 
trying to think of like typical things a lot of like team challenges yeah where we had like a certain amount of sets to do together yeah 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 i think that it was good because that's i think that's part of the reason why it drew me into parkour because it was kind of yeah i, I used to do army cadets before mm. and we used to do that stuff like a lot of that strength stuff but there wasn't a necessary like i feel like the purpose behind the parkour stuff was a bit more like appealing to me because then you can see like more of a direct result behind it so then i'm able to like run a bit like run a lot faster over obstacles with the the army stuff it wasn't necessarily as like i don't know they're just getting you to do stuff basically yeah not for any purpose yeah yeah i mean it was good for my brain but the parkour stuff was good for my brain but then it was applicable to other areas so i could see the difference in my body when i was able to go over things a lot easier yeah Mm. and just i think the parkour was quite cool because the team like people community element start together finish together that's like a saying that's been around for i don't know how many years yeah yeah. but parkour generations used to say that all the time as well shout out the parkour generation (laughs) (laughs) yeah no we had that at the sayings as well like everyone had to work together like it was a tight community yeah i quite liked that yeah 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 and you don't get that in many other sports you're usually like on your own yeah. trying to work towards being better than someone else but parkour wasn't necessarily like that yeah that's, that's what maybe I'm... it is like that a bit more now though well the community aspect no a bit less maybe you think less yeah i think maybe think a bit so? less yeah yeah probably it feels a bit different to me yeah because that's another thing people started taking the piss out of you know just all these all these cynical bastards that thing you know, like like the whole start together, finish together mm. thing where people are like cynical about it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I understand that it sounds a bit cheesy sometimes, but I think it's, I think it's like, especially for some people, it can be a really big driver to try yeah, and be better. True. And also it probably helps you with life, to be honest, that like having that spirit of mm. helping other people rather than just being a complete bastard all the time and thinking about yourself. It probably carries over to a lot of stuff. Yeah. So it, it is kind. It's kind of annoying to see people just take the piss out of it completely. I, I take the piss out of it sometimes <laughs> in a funny way, you know. But obviously, just mm. like, well, maybe there's, there's a better there, way of communicating those like those elements, though. Yeah. No, yeah. I, th- I think it's a More good of way, a relatable but, but maybe way. yeah. The thing is, maybe as time passed, it became less and less relatable to younger generation, especially because. Mm. It is kind of a old school kind of military style of doing things almost, isn't it? And yeah. Some yeah. people might not be on that. So there's definitely different ways probably to do that. But, yeah. Um, I think for a lot of people, it can, it can be pretty useful though. And I think it's, I think it's at the end of the day, it's a good value, isn't it? It's not a bad value to have, yeah. right? It's good for so, beginners as well. I think yeah. People that are just getting into parkour. Yeah. It's kind of probably scary for them as well. Yeah, so no, to have someone like that's already like experienced within parkour to say, yeah, we start together, finish together. Yeah, yeah. It like keeps them. I don't yeah, because when you see parkour for the first time, if you're a complete person that hasn't done a, hasn't done any activity mm. in Asia, any physical stuff. Yeah, it can be pretty like, oh, so you guys jump off buildings and stuff or whatever, you know. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that can be useful. Yeah, if I was starting parkour now, that would definitely be a benefit I think. no 100% because I've been to some jujitsu classes as well and there is 
there's like a heavy kind of cultish aspect like mm. that in that kind of way but sometimes can be like really really useful for making you feel a little bit how did they approach about it like they they have this thing where at the end they all like get together and say thank you and goodbye to oh, everyone so you, you shake everyone's hand at the end yeah. of it and then throughout like uh I don't know you just have some like shout similar to start to go to finish together people would shout about something like that but obviously yeah. everyone every place does it different but well the place where i did it was kind of like that mm. and yeah it's very and jujitsu classes seem to have that like, really like mentality of everyone being in it in a way like that camaraderie and mm. the people in parkour probably haven't harnessed correctly yet mm. the parkour generation has tried i feel like um i think they did a good job they it. did a good job of it for a few years but i don't know if it, i don't know now but for for many years they did a really good job of it i remember when i started as well yeah but obviously you have to keep it yeah it's, it's probably hard to keep it alive for certain mm. generations if you don't keep how it do going, you think you know? that parkour appeals to people to like new people at the moment at the moment yeah i feel like it's mainly kids isn't it they see they see the people that do actually weirdly this is really recent i think yeah. but all the people that do rooftop stuff i think yeah. i feel like the most amount of people that get to see parkour is because they watch those youtubers yeah and they want to do parkour via that but that's not because really. they got such a really good really big following they got millions of subscribers all of them you know mm. um but as you say, go on. What are you gonna say? It's not. It's not necessarily parkour. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, probably the parkour community could be doing a better job of pushing that different side of parkour rather than just yeah. the rooftops. Yeah, yeah. Because that's still cool, but there's so much more to it. Yeah, I think that the problem comes out also when it starts to get into stuff like breaking into things. Yeah, like that, yeah those yeah. like night challenges where i get it it's, it can be fun but you can take it to a certain level but when when you just start pressing and doing it every single day and breaking into people's property yeah like that i mean i don't really condone that at all to be honest with you yeah <laughs> i think the message behind it is i i get i get the message behind it but I think, living your life or whatever you yeah know. i think there's better ways of living your life or appreciating I like, I like sure. your life yeah or like living every day yeah. to the most I think that's what, that's what they, they always say. That's what they it? say, yeah. Yeah. But I think you don't have to trespass to live your life to the most. No, there's probably other ways to do it, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It gets to <clears throat> it gets to some ridiculous levels sometimes, and then the the it it, be, it would be terrible if the police started thinking and that's what all parkour people do, you know? Yeah. No, it, that would push a lot. Of, that would push a, like yeah a um, lot of negativity towards parkour. A lot yeah. of people just yeah <laughs> just thinking about kids though mm. shit like watching those videos and yeah their parents seeing what it is exactly yeah that they're watching and they'll just get the wrong idea of what it yeah. is that we actually do yeah exactly and somebody yeah. will probably end up dying or some stuff and that'll be terrible if that happens mm. hopefully not obviously but when you have such a an amount of people doing the same thing with risk and people there's a lot of people that do this stuff so example the main youtubers that do it now all started off doing parkour so they got a really good physical grasp over their body they know what they can do they know what's hard what's not yeah some people that start now are just kids that don't know have no physical experience before 
So it wasn't like that before. Yeah. Before the YouTube hype. Yeah. Kids wouldn't start off doing the yeah. things that they start off doing right now. Probably. Yeah. Not, in, not it's not the case for everyone. Yeah. But a lot of it was different back then. I think. Where do you think it's gonna go? This whole parkour mm. thing. Parkour. I yeah, parkour in general. Around the world or in the UK specifically? I think the UK is the UK. doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going well in the UK. Yeah. Parkour is a sport now. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of, there's a lot of classes to go to. Mm. I think they're only going to increase. They should increase. Yeah. I think, yeah. There's a lot of, there's so much potential for like coaching. Bring your mic up a little bit. Mic more. up. There we go. No, just like upwards. Yeah. Like that. Is that right? Yeah, try that. Is it good? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, it was just a little bit low. I just want to right. make sure that people hear because yeah, yeah. sometimes you, I've had problems before where I've just like been talking for half an hour and then it was just really low and mm. <laughs> you couldn't mm. hear anything on the podcast. Yeah. But no, it's okay like that. Yeah. Cool. Sorry, sorry. What was I saying? Uh, about the qualifications. UK. Qualifications. Yes. I think that that needs to be more like more people need to do it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's that's a whole area that hasn't even been tapped into that much you mean new qualifications or uh, i don't know about new what, qualifications what but just more people starting Actually to get run to their them. own sessions okay yeah i think that's the that's one of the best ways to get people into parkour mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of cool there's a, so much coaching going on but there's still so much space for it yeah. for more yeah yeah like yeah the the demand for the work is high but there's just not enough coaches i think yeah yeah there's definitely space for people to do that <clears throat> for sure yeah um, kids love that anyway jumping around and yeah doing that stuff i'm sure there's loads of kids that would like to yeah. start doing it you know um i think videos isn't the only way that parkour could be like communicated to other people yeah mm. yeah i can through, through actual teachers it's probably actually yeah, a little yeah, bit better, yeah isn't i think it? so actually you can give transmit those values yeah, a little bit better or to like individual people can make more of a difference mm-hmm. as well because not everyone's the type of person that's just going to go out and start doing it on their own mm-hmm. yeah what about uh, in, in the world what do you think in what, the world what was parkour mm-hmm. how's it going i think it's, it's really different around yeah different countries it depends where you go yeah yeah as a general, what, what how do you I think? I don't follow everything. No? No, I've not been following parkour that much recently. Really? But yeah, but you, you usually used to. You I used to did be heavy, used to it? a lot, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I got a bit like, just kind of changed my paths a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Why, why do you think that is? Mm, it just got a bit repetitive to me. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I wanted to like break out of that repetition and like, go and do something else yeah and then maybe come back and now i can feel like i'm coming back yeah 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 this yeah. is something i wanted to talk to you about like different stages in training parkour yeah. how it changes throughout the years it's really it gets different like, like how has it changed for you during the years mm. you know from the beginning how was it at the beginning and then beginning uh, yeah i was so driven to do it every day yeah yeah, it was like everything I could think of. It's like all day, all day, like, every day. Yeah, yeah, I'd be in school and I look out the outside the window. I see jumps. Yeah, in the trees and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, I practice as much as I could as well. Practice with friends, and then I think, well, it became my job, and that was cool. 
But I think at the same time, it also took away something that I previously had before it became my job. Yeah, like the only time I would do, yeah, all the time that I had before was to practice for myself. But then a lot of the time suddenly became to practice for like the camera or to like be teaching in a workshop for other people. Yeah. But previously it's like 100% of the time is devoted to like your own your own movement yeah so it's, it's a lot harder to like balance those things out so it might like well for me it, i do in, i did enjoy working professionally i do still enjoy it but i just i think i need i needed to find a better way of balancing the two mm-hmm. my own practice and the professional work as well yeah yeah like, i think it's hard to balance that for most people mm. You see a lot of coaches that get so into coaching that just don't do anything for themselves anymore. Yeah. And they just kind of start being not as good as they used to be as individual practitioners themselves, which is, which is fine, I guess. But yeah, or you can just go the other way and just and be a coach that doesn't focus at all on coaching and then you're really terrible at coaching. Yeah. How did you find <laughs> parkour once it became a profession? Did you see a difference at all? Yeah, 100%. What was the difference? Way more pressure. I always had pressure from myself to try and be really good or whatever. Mm. So I just always pressured myself anyway. But then after it became a thing, I became way worse. I just started... At parkour? I, I, no, I became... I mean, parkour, yeah. I guess you could say that. I just felt... Felt like I had to perform to a high standard. Yeah. And if I wasn't meeting that standard, then I was pretty shit. Yeah. So it just, I don't think I could handle that pressure mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of hard to handle to, to get it. I know to, to have it together enough to be able to handle that. I think yeah. for me anyway, I just couldn't do it. So I started changing up what I was doing and, and also I never knew, I never knew how to train properly, I think. Yeah. Which massively stopped my progress for a, a few times because I'd be just repeating over and over the same stuff. Mm. I wouldn't be trying ever, ever anything new. I think, I think there's value in drilling, but the way I was doing it, I was just repeating the same stuff and not really pushing. And Why do you think that is? I don't know. I don't know. I think... Um, I didn't know any other way. I also didn't know. I, I don't know. I'd just be depressed most of the time. So I, you wouldn't see a way out and you'd just be repeating the same stuff. Yeah. And also you just want to keep at the same level with other people. Um, so you want to you want to keep up with other people yeah. at certain things, say jumps. Yeah. So you just do loads of jumps. But then you just forget to do the millions of other things there are to do. So you just kind of, you're not as good at doing the other things. Mm-hmm. and I then you get like depressed that about becomes, that you know? do you think that's more of a problem that um, or more of an obstacle that people will reach once they become like professionals in parkour yeah for sure especially as competition comes up it's probably going to be more of a thing isn't it Yeah, as there's more competition I feel um, like that's more of a thing in parkour now yeah I don't think it used to be as much maybe right a, I don't know you can, you've can. been I in the game for longer yeah, than me so you probably I think the culture is changing yeah yeah it's different like Instagram didn't exist before. Yeah. And now, I don't know, it seems like everyone's uploading everything that they do. Yeah. Um, and, it, and like 
although there is some cool like some cool things about that because yeah. you get to capture like what you do every day uh, there's a lot of like pressures to be to make like a better video uh, like than you did yesterday or like a, or like it's almost like kind of competing with the rest of the community yeah yeah the followers and yeah followers and stuff like that as well it, that wasn't really a thing before even fame in parkour wasn't actually a thing as well yeah so yeah that's all new, kind of new yeah there, there's upsides and downsides to that i think uh like it can it can push people to do a lot of stuff it can push you to be a lot better i think that yeah but also it can take you in a direction where you're only doing stuff for other people for clickbait for whatever for views for whatever you're doing it so i think the upside could be that you just want it so hard that you see other people and you want to compete with them and just kind of it might push you to be really good to be better yeah but it can also it depends what kind of mindset you have i think i think there's a lot of people that function really well under that yeah but there's a lot of people that don't this is why this is another thing that i've been thinking about lately which is um when when anyone says uh um you know you should be thinking about your own progress and uh, don't think about what other people are doing otherwise it'll just make you depressed or whatever you know uh, you should be just thinking about what you're doing i think that seems an advice that everyone seems to give that everyone seems to say it's the same thing but i don't think it's the right advice for everyone mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that can't do that they can't stop themselves for looking at other people and comparing themselves to them and trying to be better and i think giving them that advice i don't think works for some people because they think that they should that's what they should be doing because their their idol said that yeah right but it never works for them and they just get stuck they get stuck in this thing of oh why can't i not think about people and then they get even more depressed i think about it how Um, how do you think that like parkour like the kind of the top guys in parkour can help people through that process and i don't know i think it's a, parkour is such a new sport that people haven't really grappled with this thing and also it's got all these weird communist <laughs> anti-competitive vibes yeah that um it it's always biased towards that yeah. but if you see a lot of other sports uh, for example i'm seeing like like fighting ufc mm-hmm. um a lot of those people just thrive on heavy competition just by hating the other person. Like getting them, not necessarily hating them as hating them, but getting themselves into a mindset that they just really want to beat this other guy where all they do is it pushes them to such a high level to train so hard to be able to, to perform at such a high level. And in parkour, it seems that that kind of mindset is really looked down upon. Yeah, you can't be. Most people will say, "Oh, you don't know. You shouldn't be thinking about other people. Just think about your own progress." And I think that's really good advice for some people. Some people can do it like that, and they can function just like, "Well, I don't really care about other people," and they they push themselves just by themselves. But other people, I think they again, it's a really hard thing to balance. Really hard to balance because it. it, it I don't think there's good advice for anyone because if you tell somebody that you should be look should be looking at other people and trying to compete with them that could be really horrible advice for them as well 
but yeah. it's about i think for some people it's about finding that balance where you're looking at other people and getting and finding inspiration or trying to I don't know in somehow some little competition in your brain where it's not obviously aggressive in any way mm-hmm. where it might actually push you to get to a better point um and I think the way I've been doing it lately because I've been I've been through all these mindsets I've been I've been looking at um because I've been thinking about this so I've been I've always been I've always tried to be like oh I shouldn't think about other people but it never worked for me it yeah. actually never has never worked everyone told me that since the beginning oh I don't think about other people just think about your own progress it never worked for me I can't do it especially in now today's world of as you said with Instagram and everything so I've tr- I've been trying to do it the other way I've been trying to Compare set myself other people. yeah okay. set myself little goals like oh I want to be like him right okay and then and I've achieved that right or got close to it I set another goal a little bit higher you know mm. I want to be like that I want to do that you know yeah, yeah. and that seems to be working better for me at the moment I don't What's know if it's your, sustainable even but what kind of goals are you talking about for now I'm talking about weightlifting for example because I'm getting in, well no not weightlifting no bodybuilding stuff yeah um, I'm talking for that for like specifically because what are your goals towards bod- uh, bodybuilding <laughs> just get massive, get massive yeah. <laughs> so basically the way i'm doing it i'm just looking at other people and just obviously not going too hard with it or aggressively but i'm looking at people that maybe i know maybe i don't and i'm like oh i want to be able to get around that point you know not setting the bar crazy high for the moment obviously i've got a a, a far away goal that i'd like to achieve but setting the bar like something achievable for now and yeah. when I achieve that, maybe setting it a little bit higher, blah, 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 yeah, and that you know, which which is completely the opposite of not thinking about other people. And it, for my brain set, I think it works better for me because I always I always struggled so hard. I've tried to force it for so long, try not to think about other people's but progress. Do, do you think your goals but, have to be related to what other people do? Well, not necessarily. That's mm. the thing. I think I think that's what I'm saying. I think. That, to put it in short term, I know I spoke for ages with that about that, but I think that um, it depends what kind of mindset you have. I think yeah. some people, their goals can just be their own goals. And you, you can, as a person, you can have a combination of those. But anyway, some people maybe prefer more having their own goals and their mind just works better like that. Some people maybe just have, have a, an interior motivation, but also look at other people towards maybe a thing that they'd like to achieve and that works for them i think the approach of not looking at other people maybe doesn't work for them that's what i found anyway i found it with other people i've spoken to other people about it and some people are like me where they can't stop thinking about other people and yeah it works for them better so the whole point is that i think at the end of this whole thing i think (laughs) it's I don't, I'm not sure it's good advice to always give that same advice that all the people say usually, oh, don't be thinking about other people because for some people it doesn't work and it actually makes it worse for them. Yeah, I can see that. That's why I think. For me, it's the opposite actually. At the start, I wanted to be like other people. Did you? Really? Yeah, yeah. When I first started parkour. Really? I would always look at different styles and try and imitate styles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what a lot of my practice used to be mm-hmm. like all of my technique was based off of other practitioners <clears throat> but now it's com- like the past few years has completely switched yeah like I, w- I want to develop more of my own style yeah yeah no I had that massively as well I'd always be trying to copy but obviously 
I'd copy like Flynn or whatever, or other people <laughs> like that. I try to copy like people I, I kind of look at videos of or watch videos. But what other people did you used to watch when you first started <laughs> parkour or look up to when you first started parkour? Uh, when I first started, uh, yeah, one, one was probably Flynn actually. And then I want to start getting into flips a bit more. It was, uh, I think the street media people, like Sam Petz mostly. I copied his whole style. I copied his whole like technique for doing side flips. I used to analyze his uh, his videos. Yeah, his and try to copy. So try to copy his side <laughs> flips. <laughs> yeah, it's just funny. But what about you? Who did you? For me, yeah. um, oh, so many people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably Blaine. Blaine. Or oh, shout out to yeah, Blaine. Blaine, come on Blaine. the podcast, please. Come <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah, yeah I want to hear. I want to hear more Blaine as well. The world needs some more Blaine opinion. I think okay. so. Yeah. 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 Who else is there? Danny Ilabaka. Of course. Yeah, big man. He's <laughs> best in the world. I'm calling out everyone. Danny, Danny is, is the, the best, best in the world. <laughs> <laughs> David Bell. Yeah. Yeah, he was a big motivation at the start. Yeah, I think, I think that was the first thing actually, I ever yeah, saw of Parkour. Me too. The first thing I was, uh, uh, yeah, I wanted to be like David Bell. Saying, yeah. Take massive height drops. Yeah, I remember I, <laughs> I saw his TV advert on, yeah. uh, it was on BBC, BBC One, I think. I saw it when it aired as well. Yeah. I was like seven years old at the time, <laughs> or eight. I was young. You must yeah. have been young, yeah. Yeah, I remember my dad showing it to me. That's so sick. And I thought it was sick. And then I, then I got into parkour, like, when was it? Like 10 years after that, probably. So I always knew what it was. Yeah, and then I remember watching the video of, uh, watching loads of David Bell videos, and then I found that BBC thing, and then it all correlated in my head. Yeah, yeah. I was like, whoa, everything's like connecting in some way. <laughs> the first thing I saw, the first thing I saw was um, Danny and Kirby on that Top Gear episode. Yeah, Do you remember yeah. that one? Yeah, shout well, out Kirby. Shout out to Kirby. Where's Kirby now? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You need to find out where mm. Kirby is. Get him on. <laughs> yeah, he, he was sick. He was sick. He was he was actually one of my inspirations as well because obviously I had the Jump London thing, you know, and it was all about. It was mainly following him, I think, throughout the thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot yeah. of bad things about Urban Free Flow, but also like so many cool videos and yeah, cool I, things got done through them as well. Yeah, exactly. I think that they they were a big part of probably pushing the parkour to. Did you used to follow some of Urban Free Flow stuff? <laughs> yeah, I followed like <laughs> I used to watch video. I wasn't I wasn't around back then. I didn't even do parkour back then, but I just watched yeah. videos all the time. Oh, okay, and it was back in the, like two thousand and nine, maybe eight. But I didn't do parkour. But I watched all the videos, and I was like. I think I think there was this guy. I remember one video. He was called Connor. I think I can't Connor. remember Connor okay. something. I can't remember what, but he was insane. I remember him doing massive side flips, and that was probably also a giant inspiration yeah. in my head that I have forgotten about. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think he went off to be like he did, he did like beatboxing oh, after that. Yeah, that guy, Contricks. Contricks. He yeah. was sick. Yeah, yeah. Was. yeah. Yeah, he did the side flip at Oxford Circus. Mate. <laughs> across the street. Mate, it's so far. I think it was Oxford Circus. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in JD. I remember that video. JD, yeah. Yeah, that was sick. That was so sick. <laughs> He's a beatboxer, I think. Yeah. Man, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be curious to hear where everyone else is at, though. Yeah. You should get a little reunion podcast here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the old school Old people. characters of parkour. That'd be cool, man. Like... <laughs> I'd like it to get to that point where I can just get people like that on. It'd be it'd be so cool. It's 
pick out a group yeah. of like 10 old school parkour people yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh, bam as well remember yeah, bam yeah. he had the hat right he had the hat <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Accessory. Yeah, Where's yeah. accessories gone? No one wears accessories mm, it's, anymore. It's true. Stora, Stora have a hat now though. They got a hat. Yeah, but it's not like a cowboy hat. It's not a cowboy hat. <laughs> Maybe that's the next level. Yeah, you reckon cowboy hats or whatever? Maybe like a, a new clothing range, like that brings back like old school things. Whoa, that'd be funny. Like yeah, a little yeah. tail. Remember that guy? Yeah, that tail. tail. Zephyr. <laughs> what else did people wear? <laughs> I don't know. Danny used to wear a little scarf on his trousers. Yeah, 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 he had yeah a little yeah. scarf. That was sick. And then the, the Yamakasi yeah, used to wear them as well. Yeah, little scarfs. Little scarfs. Yeah, yeah. yeah sick. Like bandanas as well. Yeah. Bandanas. Yeah, that's what. That was They're the sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you look like a ninja. <laughs> like a like a biker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your opinion on the evolution of fashion in parkour? I think it's finally getting to a point where it's almost okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we it was pretty pretty bad for a few years. I think <laughs> Motus and Stora maybe kind of pushing it in the way a little bit now, but they're doing a good <laughs> job. Be, I think that being said, <laughs> mm. it is a little bit of a copy of mainstream mainstream stuff fashion that's going on. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's blending in. I think it, I think people it's okay. want to look. Yeah, just like regular humans. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I think we were quite you want to gassed be on being different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But there's ways to be different. Like the baggy trousers, the, the super baggy trousers. You the know? baggy trousers that weren't functional at all. No, you should be stepping on yeah, them all yeah. the time, and usually not washing off. them either, so they'd just be dirty. They'd be dirty for months. Yeah. <laughs> that was horrible. That was a horrible time. That was not a good time for that was not a good time. The fashion, especially, yeah. <laughs> No, I think there's space for people to do loads of parkour fashion stuff, and I think it's starting to happen finally, mm. uh, and it's getting good. Uh, but um, there's a lot of stuff that could be done. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, like the past three weeks, I've been on shoots, a lot of shoots. Yeah. I've ripped like three pairs of tracksuits and a pair of shorts. Yeah. So maybe yeah. finding out Some ways technology of, to sort it out. Yeah. Like sport, in, actually, yeah, like yeah. Nike and Adidas level kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like but material. more specific to parkour more specific to parkour yeah in a lot of, like strengthening the like the materials in certain places mm-hmm. shin shin pads maybe yeah. to yeah, stop shin, shin pain yeah yeah a yeah. little helmet as well yeah what's your opinion on shin on shin, shin pads, pads? <laughs> shin protection <laughs> is it is it beneficial to parkour oh man <laughs> <laughs> um you know gloves right I yeah, I wonder about, about gloves. gloves, right? People, Maybe if people someone makes like, some okay. sick gloves. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> What's the point, though? Just use your hands, you know? I don't know. Yeah, hands are good. Hands are pretty Skin good. Skin is pretty good. Yeah, it works. Mm. <laughs> I wonder. Now, what I'm thinking, right? People take the piss out of uh, gloves, right? But everyone wears shoes, right? Yeah, why are we wearing shoes? Why are we wearing shoes? Why are we doing parkour in shoes? What are we then, doing? Right? It's like exactly. it's hypocrisy. Exactly. And it's shin hypocrisy. pads as well. Why are you wearing shoes then? Just take mm. off your shoes and take that fat height drop in barefoot then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Barefoot parkour is still really cool. Barefoot parkour is insane. Have you done that much? Not really. A little no. bit. but I used to do it loads. Not on the levels, yeah. Yeah, it's really fun. That's because you used to watch Philly D I, videos. Philly it? D, yeah. yeah. His that, that was insane. Barefoot. He was like 14 or something oh, doing 180s to rail barefoot. Mm-hmm. 
man. Yeah, he was probably one of the people that I looked up to as well. Yeah. Yeah. For loyal. I don't think that's one of the reasons why I did barefoot training there. No? No. Why? <laughs> it just feels comfy, you know? Does it? Yeah. No, no come on. Somebody must have told you, though. Some breeze oh, on do, the toes. Do, do you feel... <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't even know if anyone told me. It was probably the Saiyans. Yeah, we. I'm sure we did a lot of barefoot yeah, stuff then as well. Probably. Yeah. Where are they up to now? The Saiyans. Yeah, where are they gone? Mm. Is it gone? I don't think they they don't run any sessions anymore. No. no, they've all opened their own businesses. Yeah, just regular outside of parkour. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cable's a gardener now, <laughs> which is pretty sick. That's yeah, pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. cool. I think I think Blake is a personal trainer now. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's quite a good field to get into, I think. Personal training. That's yeah. yeah. Out, aside from like parkour. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a transferable thing I, I from think, parkour. Yeah, I think to, it, like fitness and tr- like physical training. There's a lot of skills that we can transfer. Like good things from parkour can go into that world. Yeah. Yeah, I think parkour is like. Is like I don't I don't know. There's it's not a lot of science in it yeah right there's not a lot of science in it yet but i think that eventually it's going to be proven that it's actually really good yeah yeah i reckon like there's there's a lot of things like a lot of impact in the knees yeah but there's so many other skills in there that will be applicable in like later yeah i reckon it's going to catch on in like the fitness industry a lot of like the techniques that we use well i think for, for coordination or just moving around and stuff really useful for sure yeah. um i feel quite safe yeah 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 yeah. you're right I, like wherever i'm at yeah i think if i didn't do parkour i'd feel more stressed yeah no just because no. i know that right now i could get i could probably find a way out that window if something happened yeah. downstairs no that's a really that's a really good point yeah, <laughs> as a I'll human always... it's probably quite a good skill yeah and probably not a lot of people have like caught on to that yeah so if it becomes more of a public thing i think people more people would be interested in learning that as a skill it's like fighting. It's like self-defense, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I've used it many times. Have you used it many times? What, parkour? Yeah. Has it been useful to you? Like, mainly, now that I think about it, mainly when I'm just doing, if I'm, like, going up a mountain or something. Yeah. Or yeah. Like, you can be a bit more efficient. Yeah. You you just you just feel safer. You know what you're doing. You know how things are going to react. Well, not necessarily as much how things are going to react, but how how you're going to react in situations yeah and have you climbed many mountains before <laughs> <laughs> are you going to tell that story a little then? story little story time mm-hmm. yeah I have climbed mountains but there was one in particular <laughs> that nearly took me and Chris's life mm. once we, yeah we, we told this story many times to a lot of people I think we should there. tell the story again <laughs> Yeah, they're pretty yeah. sick of hearing it i think robin wants to it. hear it again robin yeah probably yeah. danny as well she wants to hear it <laughs> um well where are we starting with the story do you want to start it chris do you want to start come on, yeah, go on. you're I'll the guest you're the, the story. guest south america yeah mm. mm-hmm. it, it was it was in the the andes of south america in chile in chile yeah yeah it all started with an early wake up <laughs> i think we didn't we started at like six in the morning didn't we it was really early. It was uh, it was still dark outside. Yeah, like no one wanted to wake up. It was like six in the morning. We Why just, did we do that? <laughs> okay, go I'm on. not sure. I'm not sure how that happened. But yeah, yeah, six in the morning, the alarm went off, and then we. The plan was to go for a hike to the glacier. There's a glacier in the mountains. 
but I think as parkour people we're pretty ambitious and then then uh, yeah something something happened Nico's gonna tell the next part <laughs> <laughs> well me and Chris were just walking up with no water and yeah, a yeah. couple of biscuits remember the biscuits I remember yeah. those biscuits and the toothbrush as well and the toothbrush <laughs> the toothbrush yeah, yeah. <laughs> why did we go up in the first place so i don't know we went up just to walk up and it was supposed to be a relaxing little walk but then mm. we got to the end of the of the of the road bit i guess and mm. we decided to go further for no reason just m- mostly probably because of ego, ego we, yeah. we wanted to be better yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we wanted to get further get than the, anyone. like the better view than yeah, anyone get the better view get, get further along yeah the better picture See more. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. Just, just be stronger you know yeah, yeah and then so we went up how many times you get to go to the andes like? you're right you're right mm. Mm. <laughs> so we went up and the climb was actually horrible um <laughs> there was a few risky situations with stones falling down uh chris got a little bit stuck at a few points yeah you were pretty fast though uh yeah i went out pretty quick there was like there was about eight of us probably yeah and then danny labaka did a, a terrible climb we went in separate ways me and chris but danny did a terrible climb like which was probably one of the worst things i've ever done and because of ego again i had to do it so I did that terrible climb and we got to this top bit. Yeah. Took a few pictures and then on the way down it was it was hell. 30k <laughs> of walk to get back to the to camp. Get back within about it was like 6 about, hours walk or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it started getting dark as well. Yeah. And you ran down. I was dead. I took my t-shirt off yeah. and I thought I, th- I thought about not dying <laughs> and it kept me going. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just remember I just remember the the like feeling of not knowing what's going to happen yeah I, I don't think i've been in many positions where that's been a thing yeah because yeah, no, yeah. because it was so in like the middle of nowhere yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that's interesting though i think more the climbs are too dangerous and... we shouldn't have done them no we shouldn't have done the climbs we shouldn't have done no. the climbs like they were they were on some rock that don't try fell this at down. home <laughs> yeah it was yeah. just some rock that just kept on falling off bits kept falling off of everything and there was no point to doing that but yeah um good experience though good experience i think it's there are a lot of benefits to being a bit adventurous like that as well i don't ever want to do it again no but it's good that we experienced it it. Yeah, yeah yeah some risk to our life yeah yeah in nature where we're the only people that can kind of do anything for ourselves <laughs> and in this case as well we all went a bit nuts so yeah no one was really helping each other no no we just <laughs> is that is a couple that, of uh, people will run in front and then you somebody... think that's an instinct of humans nika what just that we're all selfish probably then that I mean, when it, it gets down to it no one actually cares well that like the other person probably what 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 do you think about the characteristics of human beings in print like well i think when you get to extreme situation not that ours was too extreme but um we were all pretty ill i think feeling kind of horrible we all sunburned as well i think from the top of that mountain but um i think when you get to extreme situations at the end of the day you're just gonna think about yourself because that's the most important thing to you, really. You know, 
unless maybe you've got somebody that you care about more than you but it's rare to to i don't know how many people would put somebody else even if they love them a lot or whatever yeah in front before them in bad situations like that um it's probably just something that we have inbuilt as humans you know i think it's quite normal just self-preservation mm-hmm. um so yeah i mean have you climbed any other mountains before <laughs> I, wanna, I wanna i think everyone wants another mountain story yeah i have but none of them were just as um italian mountains mostly but none of them were as uh crazy as that one to be honest didn't you grow up on a mountain yeah i grew up in the middle of nowhere in italy what are you doing in london (laughs) (laughs) how how have you well how have you ended up moving to london from living in a little it was a village right yeah it was terrible (laughs) i mean all right it's really nice there right if you go there it's like italy's like that everything everywhere is kind of beautiful everywhere's really nice Mm. but you go to certain spots, especially where I was, where you got nothing at all to do. So, especially the whole young people, they grow old really early, it seems like, and there's nothing to do. Everyone gets into drugs and stuff. It's just, yeah, nothing to do. So, I don't know, I just came over here um, when I was like 16. Um, and yeah. Why did you come here? <laughs> Why London? Like London, well, I have family here, so it was easy for me to do. Um, but yeah, I, I was planning on uh, learning how to ha- be a hairdresser. Actually, yeah. Did you? Was that an interest from beforehand? Yeah, but I didn't really want to do it. I realized when I got here because yeah. I, I did all the parkour generations classes, and then you and changed I got the interest, too, right? Yeah, I got too hyped on parkour. Yeah. That's what parkour does to you. It turns you into the a person without any education and homeless yeah. because you just get too hyped on it. It's a little bit obsessive. It's pretty obsessive. I think especially for guys, I think guys just get obsessed with stuff quite a lot. Yeah. And I think we just, just put everything into it most of the time. Yeah. You know, I remember even when you were, do- <laughs> when you were meant to be going to school. <laughs> um, just, Just choosing, making the choice to train yeah instead of study yeah i remember that and everyone was yeah. like calling you out on it yeah i think that what do you think about that situation i think parkour is like well to, back then for the way i saw it was like amazing yeah and that's all i could think about because yeah. how positive it was and how good it made me feel and how yeah. like and school didn't make me feel like that way so then i didn't want to do that yeah so i only really wanted to do the things that made me feel good yeah but so maybe I don't know I'm not blaming anyone but maybe like maybe it's a problem in society yeah. something needs to like draw people to doing draw kids maybe to like trying harder in school maybe being a bit more do wise you, about their future rather than just do you think that you you would change that now Yes. Would you go back? And, really? Would <laughs> I'm you? trying to change that. That's no, why. But would you go back, like, and be like, oh, "I'm going to focus on school more." If I had a re, if I could restart, yeah, I would. Yes. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. That's a regret for me. Really? What would you yeah. have done with it, though? Done with school. Yeah, I, I still would have done parkour, but yeah. I, then I would have also had skills in other areas. I, I think. Okay. If school could have provided that. I, I don't know. If I school, doubt whether school provides exactly, that. Exactly. Yeah. 
but then yeah if i had a restart yeah i would hope that there would be a better school system i think okay that okay. could provide more <laughs> more like no i was thinking all thing all things equal as if before if everything was it, the same yeah i probably would have done the same thing yeah but, um yeah i think there's a lot of benefits to having an education as well yeah yeah i've talked about this a lot on the podcast, and just generally doing more than one thing even if it was just one other thing, even if I was just doing media or like sports, yeah. something focused in some other area, I think that's the hard thing. Right? When you get so passionate about one thing, you put all your energy and time into that one thing and you forget about everything else. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. I agree with that. But it's good to be a multi, like multi-talented human being yeah. that has, can do like a bunch of different things. Yeah. Because you might not have the opportunities as well to use whatever you've used. Exactly. You've been training for, you know. You can you can be trained how to flip a little coin for years, but that doesn't mean that you're ever going to be doing anything with that, you know. I think you have to think so, about what the purpose behind what you're doing is. I think it's hard for kids, though. For younger definitely people. Definitely is. You know, when you were like 18, 17, 16. I just how, did it for fun. You're not gonna fi- you're not gonna that think about reason. yeah, but you're not gonna think about your future, are you? You're not yeah. gonna think about like oh, I might need the, I might need some other skills at some point, you know. I think that's when like somebody to tell you what to do is needed. Sometimes when you're that young, you need somebody to to ho- hold your hand a little bit and pull you in certain directions. I think we we might just be but, thinking about it, about it like that because the education system is the way it is right now. I don't think that your decisive year should be when you're 16 years old no. or 18 years old. Like, I don't think there should be a decisive year like that. No. Yeah. I think that needs to change. That's definitely a thing that needs to change. Because I I feel like over time I learn more and more and I find out more and more what I want to yeah. do. And now that's what that's basically what I'm doing. I'm adapting as I go on. So that's why now I'm doing a PT course. Yeah. Because I've, I've thought about future years a bit more yeah whereas before it was more enjoying the moment there's a lot of pressure as well when you're that young i think like by adults telling you oh you have to pick this path you have to do that da, 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 da. you have to pick a path and stick with it when you're like 14 or whatever you know and how they how really do you know haven't had time about, to explore exactly. anything i think you have to explore it a bit better. yeah i mean it's hard to to create that somehow but to change the system in a way i don't know how you change it to make it at the moment it just doesn't work i think i reckon 80 percent of people that just work now hate their job i think it's that high i think i, I think so i think about 80 percent of people yeah that i work don't know now. very many people that enjoy their job i don't, I don't know almost anyone yeah everyone's yeah Apart from like me, parkour coaches. Parkour coaches have a great job, I think. Yeah, obviously they have a good experience with parkour coaching, for yeah. sure. But that's not the same case for everyone, and parkour coaching isn't yeah. accessible for everyone. Yeah, exactly. What, what do you think could be done better at schools to, to change all of this? I don't know, man, you're right about it. I think I think because schools were designed when we needed loads of people working in factories. Yeah. And it still goes on with that same format. So like the way we place the tables is all in a row and that's the same thing in factories where you're all in a row and you're doing tasks in a row. Wearing your uniform. Things well. like that, wearing your uniform. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Put it under the guise of anti-bullying now, it seems like sometimes. I don't know how that makes sense, but... Um, yeah. I think there's probably a bigger issue above just clothing. <laughs> well, in Italy, choice. in Italy, you don't have that. You don't have a uniform. You only have a uniform till you're 
10 years old, nine or 10. Did you have much bullying at your school? Nah, but I, I was in a small place, small, so no, not really. There was not really any much bullying of what you were, to be honest. I, I was in a small place, to be fair, but I don't, I don't know if that's the main thing people would bully about. And there wasn't much bullying going on anyway. For me, I think it was kind of a calm place. But anyway, uh, I, I think that needs to be sorted out. Like, just the, the whole, the way <laughs> restructured from the very beginning yeah because uh, it's it's so outdated it's from the 1800s can we just please just do something new now and all the way there were the people trying to introduce you into these jobs that don't not going to exist anymore like cashiers even or people working in factories and that's all going to be automated in a few years and people are just learning this this stuff still where it's not going to be needed and doesn't provide any happiness at all or just satisfaction um do you think there's any skills or any particular things that school missed out for you 100 percent on everything practical for me i went to art school so it was already like weird weird school but um it seems to be a common theme uh they seem to reduce the funding that schools have all the time and what that does, it, it reduces the amount of practical hours that you get. There seems to be a common theme everywhere, not just in Italy, but even here I've heard of a lot of that. Uh, so I went to art school and the years I was in, we had very, we didn't have that much practical experience of actually drawing and doing stuff like that and doing uh, what design. Also teachers were not the great, the best. Um, but then uh, a year after I left, it became even worse because the, the school got even more defunded. So they, they it basically turned it into a normal school, but it only had like a couple of, of hours of art and it was still marketed as an art school. And I'm like, well, because in Italy it works really weirdly where you have every subject for till you're 19. So you have maths, you have Italian, you have science, uh, plus the art or whatever you're doing. Yeah. So there you just have loads of maths and Italian language stuff and no art. I think no that's art. something that could change. It's like the so subjects ridiculous. that are like compulsory for everybody. Yeah. I think that needs yeah, a yeah. reshuffle. Yeah. Some different, maybe add some different things or to maybe teach those things in a slightly different way. Yeah, yeah. Not everything I was taught I can actually remember now. Mate, the most of the math stuff, when have you ever used that? Yeah. When will you I ever only use that? think I use like things like basic division. Yeah, I understand that the, the very basic things. Yeah. I've never used algebra. Yeah, no, never. No. No. I think for me it's something that could be cool at, at schools is to teach kids more about how their bodies work. Yeah. As a parkour coach, that's kind of something that I teach kids how to yeah, do. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I think that's actually like for your health quite important in later years as well that's another thing we'd that, avoid a lot of yeah. problems i think as a society if we could have some if we would be able to like treat ourselves and obviously there's a problem with hospitals now as well yeah not much space in the hospitals yeah and that's because people are wrecked and yeah. they don't know how to use their body a lot of obesity yeah 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 that's all things that could change with school i think yeah if, if you educate people in the right way where they, they just keep up those good habits afterwards and probably yeah but you only have like what an hour some places you have only one hour of PE a week yeah and you're like okay and for me the PE was was actually not very good no I just and didn't I do it back to think about it yeah you either didn't do it or yeah. you just played football yeah 
But I didn't do it because people played volleyball in my school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad it was. Yeah. I think they should have used the time to teach a lot more skills that are going to like relate to your health. Yeah, also like how to eat, like what to eat. Nutrition, yeah. The whole nutrition thing is so outdated as well. They still teach that stupid fucking food pyramid where at the bottom it's like, oh, the main thing you need is pasta and carbs. And you're like... Yeah, try living like that. What? That's the main thing. And at the top, there's still cake (laughs) and stuff. Just get rid of it. You don't need that stuff. Like it's not... (laughs) Yeah, It's just like... It's such bullshit. It's such outdated science, which like every nutritionist now agrees that just eating processed carbs all the time is definitely not good for you. And they just put it there at the bottom of the pyramid. And you're like, cool. So that's one thing that you could probably like, easily change and make everything better. But obviously, there's probably like weird vested interest in that. There's probably like some little sketchy com- little companies From that are actually giving money to the to whatever whomever makes that to tell them, oh, you need to put this in so people buy this product, that kind of thing. You know, yeah. there's probably loads of uh, companies that deal with grains and stuff like that that give money to whoever that is that designs that stuff. It's capitalism. You know, there's, there's a lot of sketchy stuff that we don't know behind the scenes, probably. So, but yeah, no, like loads of stuff like that, like nutrition and um, like physical, physical fitness, but even just stuff like economics, how the economy works. Yeah, I have no clue how that works. That I literally useful, I know yeah. nothing about it. Even, and, and I think most people don't know anything about it. I think right? we all had to learn, well, not everyone, but like maybe for me and you, we had to figure that out on our own. Yeah. Yeah. Doing your taxes. Yeah, I right? was never taught how to do my taxes. I have no clue. Close the podcast down. Close the podcast down. I haven't paid taxes since 1995. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, that's another thing that definitely could just be uh, quite useful or not too hard to teach probably when once you're like whatever, like yeah. a certain age. Maybe know? how to manage your money. Yeah, how to manage your money, like active, actual skills. How to make money. How to make money. Because I think that I wasn't really taught how to make money. The only thing I was taught was to get... You have like, to get a job. A specific, that. like, nine-to-five job. Yeah. There were, like, not many options. A few I, options. Doctor, lawyer, a few like, a few options. But no one ever taught me how to, like, pick my own path and then yeah. pursue that, maybe. I think that's so ridiculous at this point, just having that system still going, where, oh, you have to have an... Once you get out of school, you have to just go and get employed by some dickhead for a few years and just work your sh- like for ages, uh, the nine to five every day, and then maybe you'll get promoted, and then maybe you'll get to do something else. You know? Do you think self-employment is better? Well, it's not for everyone. That's the thing. There's there's a lot of people that obviously we need people to do those nine to five jobs. You know, I guess. I mean, that's also a questionable thing as going forward, stuff's going to get automated and stuff is going to go away. But anyway, we need need people that do these little jobs, right? The nine to five normal jobs. But there's also a lot of people that I've known so many people that weren't designed for that as well. They they had so many ideas in their head. A lot of people in the wrong job. You know, loads of people in the wrong job. You're right. And for me, I know it doesn't work. I tried it. I can't do it. I actually can't do it. So obviously... It's not for everyone, as I said, and I have to find different ways to make money. And so, you know, uh, same with you, I guess. It probably doesn't work for you. You know, it's, it's not. It's, it, I think it's a good experience to know if you can do it, but I can't do it. I've done loads of it, and I've always come out of it extremely depressed and just hating it really bad. 
because um, I'm not doing what I, I feel like I should be doing at that moment. So I feel like, oh, there's so many millions of things I could be doing right now with my time, but instead I'm giving it away to this shoe shop, which I don't care about. I don't care about selling people stupid shoes and people are telling me that it's really important that I sell an extra insult with this shoe. You know? If um, if money didn't exist yeah. and you had all that time for yourself, yeah, uh, what do you think you would be doing? Would you be doing what you're doing right now or would, you ch- would some things change? Surely some things would change, but I think I probably would, to be honest. You keep going with what you do I'd still be doing a podcast for sure. That's the one thing I'd still be doing. I know 100%. Um, Teaching parkour, probably. Yeah. Um, I'd have to see it. I'm not exactly sure, but I think that might be the answer, you know? That might be like, like the way to think about stuff. What would you be doing if money wasn't a thing? Yeah, I think, I think that's a good question it. for you to be asking yourself. Yeah. To be honest, what would you be doing? Uh, I, I think I'd be learning stuff. Same with me. Yeah, yeah. that's a good, a good answer. Learning as much learning as learning as could. much as I could. If money didn't exist, I'd just be going. There's to, time for that. To study with different things. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah, training as much as I could probably. Yeah, probably. Traveling. Same. Yeah, it's hard with no money though. It's harder with no money. Yeah. So then you have to balance it out. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at the moment. I'm trying to get to a point where you can just set up something where you can make money and just work on the stuff that you want to work on, you know. Mm. Obviously, I think all of this stuff that I'm doing now, I probably would be doing anyway. So it's not as if I'm just doing it for whatever. Obviously, this this is bringing me no money, this podcast, and the the parkour stuff has been really bringing me any money at the moment. But... Um, I would like to have a gym or whatever, you know. I, 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 if I didn't, if money wasn't a thing, I probably would do that anyway. I think it's a, it's a cool thing to have to bring to people as well, you know. That I've seen so many people, as I said, like back in Italy, that just don't didn't have anything going on. There was nothing to do where I was, so everyone got into drugs and stupid shit like that, and are still doing that years later. Um, I think having maybe like something like that where you can go to and just train your stuff train what you want to do find something that you like and put your energy towards that i think it's quite important for people so what um uh, what kind of gym would you like to open just an everything gym everything everything What's gym everything? <laughs> <laughs> i don't know just like because I, I get into i've got into loads of stuff during the years you know I, I started off parkour but now i'm just not really doing any parkour and i do i mainly do lifting weights and random stuff like you know, just cartwheels and things like that you know <laughs> cartwheel variations basically yeah right? and handstands or whatever but um and then i just like i like the whole thing i can appreciate as well loads of other things that i don't do like other sports i think i think as as movement people whatever us we are i think we can appreciate other disciplines a lot more than other than normal people um just because we know how much effort that requires and how hard it is you know do you think that benefits you now when you go and try new things as well how was it for trying how was it trying jujitsu for the first time man that was weird but um it was it's really interesting really hard it's such a hard thing to do it's so it's like parkour it's really i find it really similar to parkour uh, because there's just like infinite things you can do pretty much and really quite hard at the beginning and you're gonna get destroyed by people straight away is that how it was on the first uh, session? Yeah, pretty much. 
uh, no idea what you're doing, you just get destroyed. And then, um, but um, the thing that carried over, I could do, they did a little warm up thing and I could do all the warm up stuff already. The coach already thought I did jujitsu at the really? beginning because uh, all the warm up stuff is stuff that we do normally in parkour pretty much. You know, we did handstands, we did rolls, we did like, little cat crawls and stuff like that. So your coordination via parkour just in, it gives you an extra little edge, you know? I think probably like breakdancers and stuff probably have it really good, you know, where they can just get into jujitsu like really quickly because their body coordination is just such a high point that they can, they know how yeah. things will work. You can see that when people try parkour for the first time as well from yeah. the other disciplines. You're right. Yeah. When they've done something different, it's just like another thing, isn't it? They can just do everything already. Mm. Yeah. I think that's why it's so important. I think I've been seeing it with kids now that um, come to my classes. And um, there's these kids that are basically athletes, right? They're like 10 years old, like nine years old, but they've been training since they were born, basically doing every sport. Yeah. And they what kind can, of sports do they do? They do mainly athletics, some of them, like athletic stuff. Some of them did basketball, some of them, but everything. They do swimming. They've done everything. If you ask them what, what sport do you do, they, they list you. They literally list you like 10 sports and you're like, oh, that was me. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I did it. I literally did everything. That's, that's parkour. So, I think that's so important. And then I, then I just stuck to parkour. Stuck to parkour. I just didn't do any didn't other do anything things. else. Yeah. 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 What did I do? I did swimming. Yeah. Football. Yeah. Football for like four years basketball yeah basketball team tennis actually got a, uh, got a scholarship for tennis really yeah to be to go to te- like a like a special college well, let's go and play tennis one day yeah let's play some <laughs> tennis <laughs> <laughs> you just destroy me karate as well yeah yeah that helped me all of this stuff helped me the parkour mm-hmm. karate was similar yeah in the same ways you're describing about jiu-jitsu i think mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. so you see these kids and they've been athletes since they're kids and they can just do everything yeah. already. On the I think it's good session. at that age as well. Yeah, for, for sure. I never really had much of that, you know. I just wasn't driven that well. So I think it's important to maybe with kids just like get them stuff, give them stuff to do rather than just make... Some kids are not, not going to make the decision of doing stuff. So you have to push them in certain ways to do different disciplines and stuff. So I think... I never was really pushed that much to do it. I just had to decide by myself. When I was a little kid, I wasn't really driven at all. But that's why I think now it's important to. to I think now it's harder as well because there's so many other pressures like, um, like Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah, right, man. It's easy to just say no. I don't want to do that. I'd rather be in there playing the game. And that's getting. And then those things are also getting to a point where you can make money off of it. So yeah, people train to. To people, get better at playing the game, Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. There's teachers now as well that teach you how to play it. That's ridiculous. Yeah, insane, isn't it? It's crazy. But I say it's ridiculous. But there's you can people make a ton of money out millions of millions mm. a month out of it. There's the, the main guy, Ninja. What's his name? He does. He makes like millions a month off of Twitch streams. It's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, which is there's another avenue for people. That's why I think it needs to change. This whole school system needs to change completely because there's so many new things now that yeah just didn't exist back then you know and and we're still trying to do the same stuff cater mm. to the same people but yeah let's get some Fortnite. let's get some classes Fortnite classes right? at school <laughs> <laughs> no i agree though no, i agree yeah. yeah like parkour coaching as well you know 
Could have been a ton of options. Yeah. Like, There's so much stuff that's new that didn't exist before that, that just keeps coming up. And yeah, they say that like a lot of the courses at uni, university and like school were designed for jobs that won't exist by the time they'll finish yeah. actually doing yeah. school university. Like the, the truck driver thing, right? Truck mm. drivers. Apparently that's going to get all automated soon, like in a few years. You would just have all like trucks that drive themselves with no driver. Yeah, yeah. Like, you just need you don't need really drivers anymore. Then and then what are they going to do? You know, and there's like millions of them. Apparently, it's one of the biggest things. It's one of the biggest jobs. So that's the cyber like takeover machines. Yeah. Eventually, we won't have anything to do, and we'll have to figure out what to do with our time. And I think we have to just start modeling society towards that eventually, because we won't have need for people at tills anymore we won't have to need anything anymore yeah. everything will get automated and we'll probably just have to, we will focus more on things that we actually want to do um if it all goes well you know but we need to start making changes i think to how it's all going at the moment because what kind of changes yeah. do you think would be beneficial for a society right now um i don't know the school system is a big one you know mm. um I don't know, just, I think school is super important. Um, just people opening their minds a little bit more as well to, to different stuff. To what kind of thing do you think? Just trying to change their minds about stuff a lot more, I think. Because yeah. people are just so polarized at the moment. You have this opinion or that opinion and all the politics and all of that. And I think... It's getting a bit better, I think. I think it's going way better. Less racist 100 percent bias yeah. towards people yeah yeah 100 like percent. black president yeah yeah obama yeah 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 that was i think i think it is going i think like generally it's going probably to going better yeah mm. um i'm not one of those people that says oh back in my day back in my day it was so much better all of that right yeah which is bullshit it wasn't better in the 80s it wasn't better in the 70s it wasn't better in the 60s it wasn't better yeah, it was like, never it's better it's a bit of an idea I think it's a bit of an idea when, when, when everyone was racist in their 60s and yeah. beat their wives and hated their children right yeah. and I think people are a little bit nicer nowadays I think it, it's, it's I think it's bit, an ideology that's been created yeah. to, to like cause fear mm -hmm. I don't know like this whole um, oh, um, let's make America great again <laughs> <laughs> are you a Trump supporter I don't, no, I'm not really. No. <laughs> you can't be your English. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. I'm English, yeah, so yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not even involved in that. But yeah, I'm not the most qualified person to talk about politics. To be fair, that's all right. It's all right. We, yeah. I'm not qualified about anything, so we yeah. can talk about whatever. But you want. I reckon Trump's not the right guy to be leading, and I reckon uh, maybe for like most of the governments in the world, that should be led by a slightly younger generation. Yeah, yeah, because uh, that's gonna they're they're the kind of the ones that are gonna be around for longest, so they're gonna be the ones making the decisions that count for like a long time. Mm -hmm. mm. But the old people are gonna be gone soon. They don't care anymore, do and they? They can just do whatever yeah. mistake they want, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, because it's gonna they're not gonna be here to like reap the negative like outcome to their decisions. Mm -hmm. It's like the crash of the banks in England. Yeah. Mm. These guys can just cut soon. <laughs> <laughs>
but then we have the, the young people have to like suffer the negative consequences yeah yeah there's a lot of that and also loads of those people are just deeply rooted within the politics that you can't get them out of it you know and it's really hard probably for young people to get into into politics and stuff like that um that's probably yeah another thing that could change yeah you asked me earlier but yeah i think it will internet is good internet is good social media yeah it also makes people go crazy but yeah i think it's good mm. uh, instagram and yeah youtube and that's why jeremy corbyn's like exploded i think yeah yeah previously it was all through like what the mainstream would decide for you but now it's the other like the the role is reversed yeah so i think we, that's actually we, make, the, we have more power than we think we do mm-hmm. i think the internet kind of like channels that it gives us a platform to like speak yeah people are, people I, didn't have a platform before it was all decided for you yeah, yeah. so it's, it's harder for the yeah it's harder for them to brainwash us now yeah you're right <laughs> no yeah, you're right like, the whole just the the news and that it's just it's not you just see how ridiculous it is now mm. because you can compare stuff easily and there's alter, there's other news sources that maybe are better and you just you can tell how much they're lying all the time now because they, they don't get as many clicks anymore they just have to make up clickbait stuff and and t- say outrageous things so people yeah. click on their thing right it's what happened so, with the Brexit thing yeah yeah what's his name the the leader of the the whole campaign to say that we should leave the what's his name oh what's his name uh, I know Nigel Farage Nigel Farage there you go basically said that like a ton of money would be going into the NHS it was like I think I can't remember how much money it was but then it turned out that none that that money wouldn't be going into the NHS Wait, so when much- the decision was actually made and then and but most of the people a lot of people i think made the decision because that was one of the the benefits but then to hear that wasn't one of the benefits it's like okay this guy's just manipulated people yeah what do you think about brexit well i, think brexit, <laughs> I don't know that's the thing i think about brexit i think you don't know. i think we're not qualified to have an I don't opinion think i don't think a referendum for that is the right way to do that because yeah. there's so many idiots yeah, yeah. in the country and I don't think any of them are qualified me included I'm one of the idiots not the same yeah I'm not qualified to make a decision on that I have no clue what the repercussions of leaving or staying will be on the huge politics scale of the whole world right mm. so I don't understand how people can speak so strongly about it regular people yeah where they, they're just normal humans walking around like me and they, they think they have this crazy thing because they've heard some bullshit on the TV, right? I don't, think, I don't think we're qualified to make those decisions. The whole reason why we have politicians is because we got people that, that, that whose job is to look at those uh, problems and look at the whole politics of the whole world and make decisions because we, as regular humans, do not have the time to be looking at that all the time mm. which is what we need to do to, to, to be able to make a qualified decision on such a big um such a big thing as such as brexit you know so who do you trust to make those decisions 
no one no that's one. the problem you know <laughs> everyone's got some kind of uh money coming in from somewhere else and you know you'd, it, maybe maybe the answer i don't know what the answer is going to be to politics eventually i don't know it's probably going to change eventually we know we're going to have like governments like we do have anymore but i don't, yeah. I don't know how it'll be Maybe we need a council of elders or something, you know? You have a council of, mm. like, a lot of people. So having, like, one person be the yeah, president or whatever. That sounds pretty legit. Yeah, some wise people, you know? Yeah, that sounds pretty yeah. pretty. you got nice. Elon Musk and you get, like, a few yeah, people yeah. like that on it. And they make mm, the decisions. Well, that's a good idea, you know? I think. Yeah. But I don't know how you do that. <laughs> <laughs> like a collaboration of... Yeah of people yeah collab of like yeah different yeah. people who are actually smart rather than idiots but the problem is that most people that want to be a politician are not the same sort of people that just okay let me rephrase that most of the people that do like elon musk and all these guys they don't want a job as a politician right they don't want to be the president because that's a horrific job mm. it's horrible like having to make all those decisions every day everyone hating you some people liking you most people hating you everything you do is going to be wrong in, in the face of some people and it's so a horrible basically job. not having one central like figure and maybe just, like, make it more like a shared role. yeah maybe that's how it used to be yeah like back in the day yeah when everyone used to live in like little villages yeah 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 you probably hear that uh, i don't know yeah that's what russell brand thinks you reckon better yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> a council of elders yeah what do you think of russell brand do you like him russell brand mm. i um, used to love russell brand no, uh, I think he's <laughs> he's an interesting guy. He's off his nut. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I, I, he annoyed me a little bit. He annoyed me a little bit during that podcast that he did with Sam Harris, and I was like, oh, yeah, couldn't yeah. can't stand that. Anyway, what do you think of Russell Brand? Mm, I don't I don't follow him anymore. No, I used to follow him. Was it after that podcast with Sam Harris but, for you as well? Yeah, <laughs> a lot of what he says doesn't. He doesn't necessarily have the answer for no he doesn't. acts like he does but he, he does act like he does the yeah uh, i think he, i do rate him for having like an open like discussion about things all the time yeah he just expresses himself and says whatever he wants to basically i think there are some good things about that yeah no i used to uh, yeah i used to be in a different place i think like spiritually as well spiritually yeah with my beliefs i think they are more i like it like aligned with russell brand's way of thinking yeah as the years have gone by slightly different opinions what do you yeah. think of spirituality now spirituality now uh, how what's your mindset uh, now i think spirituality is a bit of a trend yeah it's a bit it's becoming Chris a little bit of a trend calling it out calling out spirituality <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't really know what the yeah, word yeah. means either to be honest with you it's whatever yeah. like that instagram model says it means right because <laughs> well, all these instagram yeah. models have oh, i'm spiritual right yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think no that, where did you start from then did were you i was baptized when i was about three yeah, yeah. against your wishes because you were free because i was three <laughs> which is something that should probably change like circumcision that's a weird one that's a weird one as well. Cutting yeah. people's dicks off. Yeah, I didn't have when that. When they're like happen zero. To me, but that didn't happen to me. I don't really agree with that though. Yeah. No. I don't think I, I don't think that should happen to like someone at such a young age. Probably not. I think a religion or whatever, you should have your your opinion formed slowly 
like as an individual not have it formed for you by someone else yeah and I think a lot of people are probably sticking to those beliefs because of like previous generations I think it's time to break out of that way of thinking yeah. I think we need to like open up as individuals more and do our own research and not be afraid of like the consequences but it's kind of hard because now there's like ISIS and like a lot of external pressure and that's obviously not the case for everyone but a lot of external pressures that they need to be solved I think hmm so you think sure. crying baby's dicks off isn't good no I don't think <laughs> I don't think yeah I think baptising people from a very young age isn't good either yeah yeah because they don't have the decision really do they I think everyone needs to be very conscious of everything they believe basically yeah that's what I am I, I think I try to be yeah. I try to be conscious of everything that I'm believing so that's why it, cha- it changes all the time because I learn things and then I take in that information and change the information that I already had in my head yeah so what happened after you got baptised after I got baptised yeah the next segment the next segment <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. I just don't want to make, just, I make sure you, they can hear you yeah they can hear me there's not much to tell but I can tell That's a little bit about it okay like there we go sorry face, sorry listeners that's right <laughs> now, now you can hear Chris mm. alright I got <laughs> baptised again that's, that's what oh, happened yeah who baptised you Chris again. I got baptised in the sea really in Italy yeah because I mad. yeah I kind of like I, even though I was baptised when I was like three I was like really distant from Christianity yeah yeah it wasn't something that I w- was on my mind I didn't know how to like consciously think about those things at that age yeah obviously you're three years old huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but even as I was growing up slightly I think I didn't come into any yeah place where I was thinking about that type of thing mm-hmm. Christianity mm-hmm. yeah but I did ask a lot of questions as I started growing and then that's when Christianity kind of appeared to me Mm-hmm. when I was like how old was I 17 16 17 mm-hmm. started asking a lot of questions and then yeah Christianity somehow I crossed over like to Christianity met a lot of people yeah um, what's the next stage though <laughs> the next stage where I'm at now I don't what, I don't what think I would you, define any. I don't yeah, think I would what define what made you um uh, kind of get away from Christianity a little bit now mm. recently I mean right at the moment I don't think I'm away from I don't know if I'm away from Christianity I think I'm just like a bit more of an individual mm. yeah I'm trying I think one of the negative things about Christianity is it puts you in a box that's how I felt mm-hmm. I'm trying to exit boxes yeah across my life I think that's one of the reasons why I didn't do parkour that much as well. Puts you in this box. Yeah. I wanted to be outside the box. You wanted to be a parkour person. I don't want right? to be, I just want to yeah. be a human being. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing about parkour. I think people also like, probably saw me as like some parkour guy. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, I think being in a box is like, not a good thing. I don't know. Unless you've like actively put yourself in the box. Um, 
yeah for me it just felt like both those things parkour and christianity yeah tr- kind of a little bit felt a little bit trapped didn't feel that free yeah yeah there's so many benefits to both of those things though yeah like but i think in order to understand everything a bit better i need to be able to like see it from an outside perspective and explore other perspectives which is kind of what i'm doing now yeah looking at different ideas and thinking about different things and then like comparing them to like other ideas was there anything specific that put me off put you off yeah hmm um a lot of the things that people used to speak about yeah yeah i think it was just a lack of things that people used to speak about that was a big problem people didn't used to speak about a lot of topics yeah yeah because it didn't really fit with the didn't fit with the like with the mindset or yeah. the like what the book said maybe yeah. but i think now times are slightly different to when the book was written yeah so i think there's a lot more a lot of things missing from the christian perspective that needs mm-hmm. to be altered what do you reckon like what mm. can't think of any off the top of my head <laughs> things like sex and women yeah, yeah. those things yeah. yeah that's the huge thing i think yeah as a male as well yeah that but that's like quite important during your upbringing yeah it can cause some serious problems if you don't talk about it, i think <laughs> i think we've spoken about this before you're right yeah, yeah. I don't think they, that was a topic covered much. Yeah. It seemed if uh, like, yeah, I don't know. You do see people that have really little interaction with women or haven't had like a a girlfriend or anything like that. Mm. And they're a bit old, get, well, older, but like just past 25 or whatever. And they do start getting weird. Yeah, you can see you that do, with most religions as well. A lot of other religions, Islam as well. Like even the, the whole the whole priests thing, you know, the yeah. priests being banned from having a mm. any sexual things going on, right? What does yeah. that cause? Cause pedos and like things like people molesting children, you know? Yeah, that's a and huge there's thousands of them, thousands of people like that. There's that so have much been molested. Like, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's new cases coming up all the time, and I think when you when you suppress something and people feel when people feel really suppressed, there's ugly stuff is gonna come out of it. You know, when you suppress something that's kind of normal, mm. terrible stuff is gonna come out of it. And also, just that the people that are gonna gravitate towards that job of being a priest are probably people that are kind of a bit weird about that stuff already. So yeah. the 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 amount of you're going to have a higher percentage of people that are weird doing that job. I was taught mm. by a priest to like religion stuff when I was a kid and he wasn't, he wasn't weird or anything like that. I don't think he'd probably molested anyone, but um, yeah. he might have, I don't know. But um, just the way he looked at girls who were like 14 years old was a little bit questionable sometimes, you know, he'd be just the way he looked at them uh the eyes and stuff you can tell when somebody's a little bit you know you can tell when mm. people give the eyes you know and these are all these 14 year old italian girls and he'd be just there maybe lack of discussion is something like course yeah bring in front of you a little bit more because otherwise it's not going to pick up yeah yeah um power is a big thing as well 
yeah like probably hierarchy the, obviously you're the big guy you're the rock star yeah. of the church you know and you have all these kids just being on there right? that's probably that's another yeah. thing that i didn't like as well yeah hierarchy of of the way things worked within the church as well mm-hmm. yeah like around the world where you think money yeah. Yeah. does that have an influence over what like pastors speak about yeah probably i wouldn't know that's the thing that I, yeah <laughs> Do you want to go into specifics with this or no? Or do you not want to talk about that? If you have any specific uh, questions, I think you can <laughs> ask some questions if you like. Ask. Yeah, you, you can ask some more questions. Like Hillsong. Hillsong, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And they're wearing off-whites and Yeezys. I'm not sure how much I trust Hillsong, yeah, I'll yeah. be honest. I think for me, the best thing about Christianity wasn't didn't have anything to do with Hillsong or like the mo- the times when I like felt most connected to God wasn't ever through like a huge church like that yeah yeah i completely quit i used to go like every week completely Uh quit that but it was always through like communities like small communities like like small groups of friends where you could discuss things more openly or even like a group of like 10 people Mm -hmm. like mini churches yeah yeah these big churches i don't trust that much yeah yeah i i don't know money is a big thing for me when money starts mixing with like a belief system because then how much how much do they it's quite easy to to manipulate things in a way where you get money out of it right yeah yeah they don't want to answer certain questions maybe yeah or speak about certain topics in certain ways but you told me a story once about somebody saying that do you want to share the story do you want to share it go for it no you go for it because you know you know the story I'm not sure the one about about um, about being in Hillsong yeah when you were in Hillsong and he said he didn't matter where the money came from oh yeah basically it right basically how did he say it a a lot of the time I feel like there's a pressure they give you this idea that you have to give money Mm -hmm. and if you don't give money you're you're a sinner basically Mm -hmm. I think that's so wrong yeah yeah I can't believe in that <laughs> personally. That's the thing, and they're all wearing these expensive clothes think, and stuff, yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. like, "Oh, where did you get that?" Well, you probably got yeah. it out of donation money, right? No, giving. I think giving money is actually good, but it doesn't make you a sinner if you don't give money. I no, think. but also it depends who you give it to, right? And it depends who you give it to. Yeah. Are they a legit organization that just gives money in the right way, and how much, what percentage of that money gets yeah. given to good causes? You know. I think there's a good, there's good ways. I don't know do all it. the specifics. The hills. No, no, so obviously not. No, no, I no. Can't throw a, I, I can't throw any massive claims, but no, no, just speculating at the moment. But uh, just, just the there's so many ways that you can donate money, mm. and it doesn't have to be a church for you to be a good person. You know, if you feel like being a good person is giving money, then it doesn't necessarily have to be a church. I think you know, mm. it can be some organization and does good stuff. You know. Yeah, that's, and you can see a lot of these pastors have like mansions, basically. Yeah. They will go around. Makes and, you question things. Yeah. How like legit is the source of the the knowledge I'm receiving from this church? If the leader of the church is yeah, exactly. That's what another thing I wanted to say. In a way, yeah. And he's preaching about living in another way, basically. The hierarchy thing, right? That like somebody who's seemingly above you mm. that knows a spiritual way, but then you see them and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's. I don't agree with that at all. Mm-hmm. That's not how Christianity should be spoken about. Yeah. Mm. whole money thing a whole new thing yeah for me that doesn't work yeah don't trust that at all I think it's exploiting people as well a lot of people feel like very 
like big lack of purpose so they're easily drawn into stuff like that do you think that's part of what drew drew you in a little bit Mm, i don't know you didn't know what was going on the purpose of what drew me in i think i did genuinely sense something yeah okay sense that there was a creator yeah yeah and i did i did like everything i ever heard about from the people that i used to speak to everything that they ever told me i would really relate to and then like don't know i'd experienced like a certain freedom through those beliefs as well which actually like worked and like i benefited from a lot in my life i think yeah at that time yeah yeah but that was at that time yeah yeah no, it's definitely, yeah. it was probably the benefits to it for sure. Mm. Yeah. Like the community thing and just sort of feeling collect, connected to something, I guess. Giving you With, motivation. I think those things are good as well. Yeah. Regardless of whether you see it as Christianity. Yeah. Or see it as whatever. There's lots of good things in religion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think if you're not religious, um, there's still ways of like there should still be ways to discuss those things yeah there should be more of an effort to discuss those things as well i think because it seems like like the biggest platforms to receive that type of information as a human is like religion a lot of the time yeah yeah you think there should be something that's not religious that kind of gives you a bit of i reckon a spiritual whatever gives you some different like guidance Yeah. Yeah. yeah like everyday topics really yeah that's what that's what it's good it, it, it kind of gives you a guidebook mm-hmm. to life yeah yeah it, give, it feeds you a lot of information of how to deal with certain scenarios and then it teaches you things that might be a thing that we were talking about with school earlier that's the school thing i think yeah, yeah I you think know maybe that, that a lot of things could be changed it doesn't have to be a religious thing you know it can just it doesn't be have like to be uh, how yeah, to yeah. deal with depression or when you feel sad or whatever mm, you know how exactly. to deal with loss or whatever you know and yeah, you're right. The only 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 organization that seems to be giving out that, which is such a hum- big thing of human life, is uh, is churches or religions that yeah. may or not be legit sometimes, you know. Yeah, um, I think it, I think that that should be more of a thing in the future. Mm-hmm. More discussions, especially at school as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, a lot of it is lost. I especially see it in the UK a lot. Where it's just depression's a problem as well. Yeah, that you know. Hmm. Have you have you experienced much depression before? <laughs> Loads, mate, all mm, the time. Mm. Yeah, probably my worst period was probably when I was like ten to thirteen or something, which is yeah. weird. It's really young, I think, but it was probably my worst period in my life. Um. Do you think that some guidance would have helped? Hundred percent. Different. Guidance. That's the thing. Hundred percent. You only have your parents, and you have the school. The school is shit, and my parents didn't know anything. So, I don't know. I if, I don't know how you would achieve that. Some guidance. You know, some people are maybe a bit luckier than others, where they have maybe a relative that comes around, and maybe you know, see they see them sometimes, and they can get a bit of release through that, or they've got somebody that they know that's not part of the family. You know sometimes speaking to family might be quite hard as well so it feels like you need somebody exterior and loads of people mm. don't have access to that loads of kids don't have access to that mm. um it would probably help with a lot of crime with kids you know as well it could probably help with uh, just like teenagers doing criminal shit all the time 
maybe a bit of that would be reduced if we found some way of them to have a yeah yeah I don't know a, a good influence on them yeah so, I don't know what about you what do you think I think yeah I, I agree that's the thing Christianity could be a, a good way no, to I think, think that you know it's a really good way of doing yeah. that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But, not the only way probably it's not the only way for sure but like for, that's the thing for somebody who's like like me i was always atheist like mm. well atheist whatever i hate that fucking term now because it's so like um yeah i don't like that term either. i hate it it's, it's just i they used to be should okay rephrase with it. that yeah i know <laughs> i try to say agnostic now because it's just like oh you're not really sure are you you Even never that's be not a good term yeah i feel like observer is a better place observer to be. <laughs> yeah life observer yeah yeah maybe learner learner human I'm a human person. Person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, the reason why I hate the atheist term is because you get loads of these like cynical cunts that are just like so annoying whenever you speak about anything like religion or spirituality or anything like mm. that. And they just go and they're just cynical about anything or any experience that you've had that is valuable, you know? You mean? Huh? Is this with religious people? No, atheists. Oh, with atheists that okay, uh, yeah. like define themselves as atheists, and you see it online mainly, and they're like super cynical about everything. Yeah, and you're like, oh. I think that shouldn't, you know, be um, the only way that you are if you don't believe in God. No, that's what it seems to be <laughs> though. The, like a lot of people seems to be like that. Yeah, I know yeah. that there's there's now. I think that it's picking up a little bit of more people that are kind of more open to a bit of everything, where they don't have to criticize anything that doesn't go over their belief system but at mm. the end of the day for some people it actually is a belief system being an atheist yeah for sure because i can make a good example of this right i think um the whole abortion thing mm. right you get these really heavy atheists that are like oh uh it's nothing right it's not it doesn't matter abortion you can kill the, the whatever thing it's not life whatever and then you get the opposite end of the spectrum where it's like as at the moment of conception it has a soul or whatever right and the atheists don't I don't think are necessarily right in saying that it's just nothing because if you let that thing grow it'd probably turn into a human eventually right so you are kind of doing something when you're aborting a kid or whatever I'm not saying any of it's right or wrong or anything like that I'm just saying you're making some effect something's happening there right and if you let that thing, that kid, that fetus grow, it will turn into some life, right? Yeah. The other side of the spectrum is like, oh, as soon as you can, conception, it's a, it's a human. I'm like, even then, it's, I don't know, is that true? What, what, what is the soul? You know, do you know what a soul is? I don't know. So mm. it's a really hard that, um, thing to, to navigate you don't know there's not really an easy answer to that whole argument and and you have these like really staunch atheists that say like oh this is the answer blah, blah, blah. and then you have the other side is saying that's the answer but there's not really a really an answer to these things so i think there's gonna be uh i think it seems that more people are getting to the point where they can see the shades of gray within an argument or a concept rather than black and white all the time there's also a lot mm. of polarization with black and white as you see now because of the internet and people going crazy all the time but i think there's a, there's a lot of people that we don't know about because they're not as crazy on the internet that have a little bit of a um they can see the shades of gray as i said in in in, in a concept or something you know and i don't know where i was going with that but i think that's what we need a little bit more of like uh 
more people that have discussions that like maybe that we're, that we're having right where you're you're kind of more spiritual or well, i don't know what you want to say like christian um, i'm right now you mean but yeah right now yeah. maybe and like life life your life life observer human, human being <laughs> but yeah, yeah you're right you're right <laughs> but like maybe like more discussions between people that have not necessarily the same kind of views and stuff and yeah and I mean, people can see that that in you don't you don't a, have to be one thing or the other. You know? Yeah, because yeah. I fell into that trap uh, like a long time ago. I fell into that whole atheist trying to put trap. yourself into a yeah, specific because, way of thinking. Yeah, yeah, because I'd see people that I maybe mm. looked up to or were older than me, and I thought had the answers, and I'd be like, oh, and I'd be like that, and then I'd be trying to copy that, and then obviously going on, you start to develop your own thoughts by seeing new things and luckily for me i think what changed my like whole mental processing was just listening to podcasts and things like that because it started giving me a new perspective on how you can be as a human and you don't have to be one thing or the other you know what kind of podcast do you listen to uh like sam harris joe rogan mainly joe rogan i just session that all the time um jocko Jocko podcast, you should listen to that. I've not heard that one. It's a Navy SEAL guy that's like oh, that sounds cool, really into discipline and he reads a lot of war stories and gets like uh, values from it and like he's an awesome guy. He's a freaking animal. Wakes up like 4am every morning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I need to do that too. Got, got like five businesses, well, more than five probably. He's got loads of businesses. Really? Yeah, he's really, he's sick guy mm. but mainly yeah joe rogan and that joe rogan is really good because it, it actually shows you just different he gets so many different people and he's got really left-leaning people really right-leaning people you know and that gives you a really good like oh there's some people like this and some people like this and these guys have that those points that make sense and those guys have those points that make sense right and i think that's what helped me understand where it was like oh not all right-wing people are evil because that's what i thought before right and not all left-wing people are hippies as fuck or whatever, you know? Like, it's, you know, there's um, there's different things within it. There's different, yeah, you're right. Different things to look at. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think. I think that the whole black and white thing is not useful. Just no, definitely not. align yourself to one tribe and be like, this is, all, this is what I am and this is how I think. Just because it's easy, you know? I mean, that's what it is, mainly with religions people as well, like, it's easy to it's believe. Easy, right? You go as you said. I think you said it before. Right? <laughs> yeah, with, you, the, with you, the book, you get a good the guide. You get a yeah, guide. Yeah. You know, you don't have to think about it anymore. It's oh, a, this is how it is. Boom, done. You know. Yeah, yeah. And then when you're, then sometimes there's moments come when you're like, you're confronted with something different that makes kind of sense, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, mm, yeah. Some people, some people will probably say, oh, maybe I should rethink things. Some people might not. Some I other think. people will be like super resistant to it. Yeah. You know? I think people need to find a way to like to think more. If you're going to choose to be a Christian or a Muslim, whatever you're going to choose to be, you need to be observant of what you're believing. Yeah, and not lie about stuff. Because like, not lie to yourself about yeah, being yeah. closer to you. Not lie to yourself. Sorry, man. <laughs> I told you so I'm many not, times this I'm podcast. Not used to this, I'm not used, used to speaking on podcasts. No, that's right. It's just, uh, <laughs> I want to make sure they hear you, but. Um, yeah, yeah. What was I saying? Yeah, some, I feel like sometimes, yeah, there's a lot of neg- negative consequences to not being fully observant of everything. Yeah, and, <clears throat> and also just, that's what I was saying about lying about. Like, certain religions, they just completely, certain people who are religious just completely just like um, pretend that certain things 
are not real about their religion. Like the gays thing, like most religion where people are like you should kill a gay person and stuff like that, and people yeah, just yeah. don't talk about it ever or they pretend it's not a thing. And the whole like, uh, and possibly in, in Islamic religion is about women. I think that I don't know if that's in the book or not, but whatever, it's within the culture of that religion. Um, mm. But the whole women having to be covered and stuff like that. Um, I don't agree with that. You know, really. I yeah, exactly. I think that's completely ridiculous. Why doesn't a man have to be covered then? What does that mean? Mm. Like, but then they, they come up with these stupid excuses and stuff, and I'm like. Just be honest about it and what your religion says and just choose what you take out of your religion then. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, you know? But yeah. people just decide they have to go fully in and da, 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 and this is the way you do it and blah, 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 all the rest. Yeah. Um, well, I think there's space for like evolution within those areas as well. Though. Yeah. Within the religions. And I, I, there's happened. space for like change. 100%. But Christianity is the biggest example of this, I think, because... Christianity went from the Holy Inquisition to every Christian I know is pretty much chill. Everyone that I identify identifies as a Christian person seems to be pretty nice, yeah. to be honest, you know. And obviously there's the fundamentalist ones that go crazy, but those are a small minority and they still don't explode themselves or kill people, you know. Mm. And I think other religions need to start following that. And I think saying, no, there's nothing wrong with the religion at all is not a good way to go about that because... You have to admit what the faults are in the religion and then try to make it better. Like Christianity definitely needs at the moment to sort out its fucking child molesting thing, right? Mm. And it will probably get sorted out eventually, I hope, you know. But already Christianity has made giant steps from the Holy Inquisition, right? So if we take from Christianity and apply it to Islam, for example, hopefully they can reform their religion enough where it's not people exploding themselves all the time yeah. and women having to be covered otherwise they're beaten and I think it just things like more, that you know more people speaking against it I've seen it though recently it's happening more finally yeah <laughs> in Leicester Square the other day there was really? like a massive like protest really? with people talking about how Islam isn't all those things which is good yeah yeah, I think I th it has to come from Muslim people. That's the thing. It mainly. does have to come. It from has Muslim to come people, from them because otherwise they're going to feel like the whole world is against them, and it's going to make it worse. Which is what has been happening a lot. You know, people are, Muslims have probably been feeling like they've been like there's a lot of normal ones, where normal people where they they think they they all been put into one box as will be in the same kind yeah. of thing but not everyone is the not, same, they're not yeah. all the same they're it's not all like making them exploding themselves or whatever. No, no, but, no. Um, yeah it has to come from and that's what I'm saying you can't you have people have to stop lying about their religion and lying to themselves about it being this religion of peace because you can call it religion as peace all you want but the, you, you see the stuff that's going on and you see the bad things about it and and if you keep calling it that you're probably never going to make an effort to make it better yeah um and yeah that's, that's what i think anyway um and christianity has done that you know they they it's got us so much better than it used to be because it mm. used to they used to torture and murder people constantly and now it's just this organization who's a, a christianity as a whole has different um paths to it like you've got catholicism and all of that but mostly it's pretty 
pretty peaceful for the people that I meet, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just needs time, I think. Needs time. And some like yeah. and be- efforts. Yeah. 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 And as I said, lying is not the way to do it, though. I think <laughs> people seem to be doing. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, where do you see yourself now? Then, as a human, you said. Like, how human. how's your? Do you think there's like this a god or something like that, or mm. where are you at, basically, with your where spiritual, spirituality? Yeah. Yes. I'm not always conscious of it, to be honest with you. No. Yeah, I don't feel think like about it much. I haven't been thinking about it as much. Yeah. I feel like I spent a lot of years like overthinking actually yeah, yeah, yeah. to the point where I was stressed to like make everyday decisions a lot of pressure a lot, I feel like I had a lot of external pressure mm-hmm. coming from being within that box like, is this right is this wrong yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Doing, like normal things right? yeah yeah I think I would only really like move closer to Christianity again if I could find a way to like believe it while also not being trapped in that box I can't see yeah. that right now though. Yeah, I don't know if through the way I feel right now I can't <laughs> see that. Yeah. Um yeah. To now I yeah, now I I feel a little bit differently towards it. I've just been I've been exploring other things. Uh-huh. Yeah, a lot of like science. Yeah. Reading a lot about all of that stuff. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. It's just as interesting as It's really interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is really interesting. Yeah to learn a little bit about how like nature works stuff like that that's yeah. missing from religion i think one key element of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 it is an old book you know and there's a lot of stuff that's not present in it yeah i've always liked nature as well yeah yeah it does interest me yeah seeing how all that stuff works nice. but yeah i think i'm more just trying to get on with my day that's good and find a way to get on with it um without like a limitation or i don't know just trying to be a bit more chill Mm -hmm. towards yeah my actions Mm -hmm. i feel like all my actions i was heavily judgmental towards myself yeah i'm trying to move away from that yeah that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with christianity but that's more to do with me i think yeah 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 it probably made it worse though right probably probably, probably. <laughs> like it's probably, probably you but then it made it worse because you had this extra thing to think about to think about like, yeah, oh, yeah. Am I... yeah i'm uh, just figuring yeah. life out yeah that's it for me that's good figuring out all the details yeah yeah mm-hmm. just clearing the pile clearing the pile uh, yeah maybe that's, that's another do. little um, theory that needs to be spoken about this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't know if i can reveal that it's, it's the logo it's of the very, podcast uh, i'll give okay. you a clue the okay. broom has mm. a lot to do with it the broom the broom so it all came from one it came from, from a one chat between chris and nico yeah back in the day in the mm. chain store yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> i want some um some of the the profit for the show nico oh i need to start giving you the profit yeah, yeah you're yeah, right yeah. i think i'm a shareholder oh no <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna come back in a few years and be like suing me <laughs> when, when i'm making the, money yeah with of off course. those sponsors of course, of course. <laughs> motors project so, sponsor me sponsor me <laughs> no it's cool everyone should be like discussing 
stuff you've just opened up a platform for people to discuss things yeah i want to get young people on here from the community as well the parkour community mostly um because obviously i'm going to get a few of the old school people if i can hopefully uh but i'd like to get some of the younger guys as well um what do you hope to achieve with this podcast <laughs> what do i hope to achieve what's your like do you have a goal or, or i don't, I don't or? have a goal goal but um i just, just i think yeah just having discussions with people and um i think that can be beneficial you know because as i said to me it opened my mind a lot to different stuff to a lot of stuff through the not that, my, that i'm that smart or whatever have that much authority to be talking about stuff but yeah, yeah. um i don't know if it's an authority thing i think it's more of a like sharing a dialogue yeah yeah exactly sharing a dialogue is i think i think some people might be interested in our stuff in in our conversations maybe or and for me it helped a lot just as i said before the listening to podcast it changed my brain in a lot of different ways and that's why i want to have different sorts of people on here i don't just have parkour people i don't have just like young people or old people you know i forget a bit of everyone a variety of Cause, characters because there's us here saying about how the, the the new parkour is a bit maybe it's going in a certain direction but um maybe it isn't for the younger generation we don't know you know so i'd like to have yeah, yeah. i'd like to have also the younger generation on and yeah the older generation to see how it's how it's different now hmm. um but not just parkour just general people i just like to have anyone uh, and have different discussions about different stuff on here that yeah can maybe be interesting to people because we've had discussions before as well me and you like a lot and people seem quite interested in them sometimes you know like yeah, people would right. listen to what we're saying you know so i guess even though we're dumb as fuck we still <laughs> we still have discussions <laughs> sometimes that might be worth having so yeah even though we do, we don't know everything but the fact no. that we discuss some things yeah is good i can get somebody on eventually that can explain to me some clever some person. clever person someone cleverer than exactly us. <laughs> that i can learn from you know like mm. i've had a few people like that on already you know that's just yeah, like great sure. guys that are older than me and know a lot more about life and i feel a bit like oh what the fuck am i doing here because <laughs> like, i'm just some kid that just doesn't have any of this experience of life yet who's coming um, next who's on the next episode nico I don't know. As I said before, Blaine, come on the podcast, Blaine. please. Is it uh, I hope mm. so. No, I don't know. I'm going to get somebody younger on. I'll confirm that later on. I can't really say. Younger. I'll tell you okay. after. Uh, I don't want to drop it on the podcast. But um, but yeah, he's definitely coming on. Uh, and then, I don't know. I, uh, I'll see as it goes on. And I have a girl coming on as well because I've talked about feminism and stuff before and I don't want to be talking about it with guys. Because that makes me seem like a weird guy talking about feminism yes. amongst guys. <laughs> so I want to get a girl to have on. A female to, opinion. Yeah, well. to have exactly a female <laughs> opinion on. So I, that's going to happen uh, soon. So, yeah. Sounds good. Is there, I'm going to be tuning in. You're tuning in for the I'm pods. In. I've been tuning in for all of them. <laughs> that's cool. You yeah. should come on. I, I, you should come on sometimes with me. We'll do it together. Yeah. might be interesting having like three people I need to buy new mics though okay yeah i'll join yeah you join yeah yeah Have a little discussion. when i'll be I'll that's be cool here. i'll let you know second opinion do you want to talk about anything else before we close off we actually been talking for ages how long have like we been two speaking? hours it's been two hours it's been two hours man it's always like that yeah, yeah. sorry guys we talk a lot <laughs> <laughs> we got to this point in the podcast 
Yeah, if you got you're to this a, point, you're, you're an animal. I respect you. Yeah, us talking of shit Big about love. stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, is there anything you want to bring up at all before we close? Anything you can think of? Not a huge amount. No? But I'm, uh, I've got a new showreel coming soon. Oh, yeah. Which I'm excited we to. need to plug that. I'm excited to release i'm gonna repost that on my with that one <laughs> on my um instagram chris if that's okay with you yeah that's very I'll, okay i'll repost it and i'll use it a, to promote this as I've well i've got so. a showreel and a website yeah so and i'm just working on building my own content yeah yeah what kind of are you going to be doing stuff like this more regularly like videos and uh, videos. like big i want to make bigger videos kind of thing. i want to make my own videos yeah. without some like like financial influence behind it like without some company telling me I need to promote something okay. in some way, doing something. Just to promote yourself. I want yourself. to do my yeah. own thing. Just like, I want to create my own thing kind of for fun. Mm-hmm. And if something comes from that, then so be it. But I just want to, f- I want to like work on my own projects. Yeah. Yeah. Just mainly parkour, yeah? For now. Parkour and or personal training What's as well. Up? So personal training. maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. some movement stuff. Mm-hmm. To do with like bodybuilding, bodybuilding. Yeah, yeah. I'm, a pra- I'm, yeah. I'm, a pra- I'm practicing. I'm practicing some bodybuilding stuff. That's good. I don't know if I'll be coaching that stuff, but I'm, you probably uh, will. I'm very. Yeah, I'm passionate about it. It's fun, man. Yeah, it's, all the people that take the piss out of bodybuilding, you can go fuck off, please. Yeah, try it for yourself. <laughs> try it for yourself. Try it for yourself. When people say that bodybuilders, yeah, exactly. People <laughs> that say that bodybuilders are weak as well. No, no, right? Definitely They're not. Right. Go and look at Ronnie Coleman squat like 300 kilos mm-hmm. or whatever, right? So, yeah. I need a bodybuilder on the next one. I need a bodybuilder. I'll come in with you. Yeah. And we'll talk to the bodybuilder. Yeah, who's, who's a bodybuilder? There's a lot of... Um, I should get somebody from the gym or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll plug you some people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know a few people in my gym as well now, so I might. I might be right. a thing. That sounds like a good podcast. Yeah. <laughs> bodybuilder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be here with my notebook. I know. Quick thing, I wanted to ask you, like, about strength training. Actually, like, how how has that changed, like, recently? Has it? How has no, my... no, not recently. Across the years, like, how's your strength uh, training changed? Okay, a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I don't do as much body weight at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at the start, all of it was body weight. Yeah, completely changed. Yeah, and I spend more time focusing on strength training now as well. Yeah. Five sessions a week now. Nice. Used to do it like as a warm-up for parkour, basically. That was it. So body weight conditioning as a warm-up before my parkour sessions. For Not like, enough, is it? Not enough, no, yeah. no. No, but now I'm actually, as a topic, I'm more interested in it. Yeah. I wasn't really interested in it before. It, it was f- just a, it was like a bonus to parkour. Now I'm doing it as a separate, uh, completely separate like discipline almost. Mm-hmm. No, it's the same with me. I'm doing it. That's a different discipline now. Yeah. Mm. But do you feel the benefits in parkour? In parkour? For, for parkour, for do, parkour. You feel, do you feel yeah, like Yeah, it? for parkour, I feel a big benefit. Yeah. Yeah, everything feels a lot easier, like, physically. Mm-hmm. Just my, um, yeah, mentally, not not a huge carryover, no. Um, with the heights and everything, obviously. Oh, Okay. So for the mentally, not really. Mentally, yeah. I haven't felt a huge carryover. Yeah. The, the the only thing I've probably carried over is the fact that like this like try hard mentality. Yeah. We just have to like with with strength training, you have to grind through like the repetitions. You have to really like dig deep in your in your in your mind. Uh-huh. That's applied definitely in parkour. Uh-huh. 
yeah, like not giving up as easily and just having a little bit more confidence to like give every, give everything like my 100% shot. Mm-hmm. But it hasn't necessarily like in like made parkour any easier. Mm-hmm. Um, just my attitude towards it maybe has changed. Yeah. Body feels better though. My body yeah. feels stronger. Yeah, That's apart good. from like little injuries that have happened due to parkour. <laughs> <laughs> parkour is dangerous, man. It's a little bit sketchy sometimes. <laughs> I think it. I think there's ways to do it safely, but um, when you're pushing though, if like, you're, like something's fully, gonna happen. Like hyped yeah. up to train, and you want to be good. You don't always care yeah. to listen to your body. You just want to just keep going. Yeah, but also just stuff can just happen. You know, accidents. You accidents know, as well. Yeah, just, accidents happen. Yeah. yeah. So, For me, it wasn't really accidents. It was just more like overuse, I yeah. think, and not just calming down. Yeah. <laughs> and now my ankle. You don't want to stop, like, right? Yeah. Yeah. My ankle doesn't really work anymore, but that's a that's a project to be completed soon. <laughs> I want to revive my ankle. <laughs> it's the same with me for like tendons and stuff. It's got so much better now that I've calmed down a little bit, and also I've been yeah. doing some exercise and it's made it loads better. But um, that's some yeah. stuff that is important for up and coming practitioners I think tendon I, I, so I like actually set their joints properly yeah, I was thinking not about get this. overuse injuries yeah that's actually a proper problem in parkour yeah. when everyone gets tendonitis everyone gets tendonitis they don't so know why and they don't know how to, to sort, sort it out. out yeah and <laughs> I f- there's so much stuff that you can do for it I think and people don't realise I've, I've, there's a few people that I've heard of online and seen and their attitude towards this are oh, I just got tendonitis and they just kind of don't really know how it comes about or why it comes about or how to fix it. Stretch, like quad stretches have helped me massively and recently doing uh, isolation movements on uh, both legs actually. Mm. Doing like quad extensions and actually um, leg curls. So there's a muscle in the hamstring that you can only get, you can only activate if you if you curl your leg up it doesn't really work with deadlifts if you do deadlifts it doesn't activate at all so i do in like isolation moves like that and it seems to have like really sorted out my knees a lot so maybe it's worth more of a discussion in the parkour community probably but obviously this is just speculation from what i felt and it might be different for other people depending on what they have but um there's a lot of people that just don't know what's going on for sure for that and they're really skinny in their legs and they valgus every time they land you see a lot of valgusing and flips as well especially and that happens to me sometimes it's it's quite hard especially side flips and stuff like that yeah that's why my ankle hurts as well webster's yeah yeah Yeah. sides like landing on my side Mm -hmm. the first thing that touches the floor is like you're at like your foot with yeah, your back in a certain sideways, position. Sideways, yeah. Your whole body is just slapping down onto the floor in that position. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure onto the joint. Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting for a video now, Nico. <laughs> I want a video, a video tutorial. Video tutorial, how to with fix all your joints. Your, um, tendonitis tips. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, I that's should probably the, do that's something. That's the name of the video, Tendonitis, tendonitis tips. tips. <laughs> Someone, someone, um, someone's going to do that. Gonna steal someone's going to steal it. I've revealed it. Tendonitis. No, tips. but I think because as the sport is so young that people don't know what the hell is going on yet. Mm. But for example, in lots of sports, they know people know what the common injuries are and they know how to fix them. But because it's such a new sport, no one really knows what's going on. So there's not many people that kind of know how to sort stuff out or yeah. why things happen so it's not been around for long i so think somebody these... needs to step up and start doing that kind yeah, of stuff yeah. you know 
rehabilitation, rehabilitation for parkour, for parkour. specifically. Exactly, because people, loads, loads of physios as well know about the normal sports or whatever. Yeah. You know? They don't know how that comes about, but parkour is so new that there's no really handbook on how to deal with parkour injuries because they can be really specific, like ankle things or just knee tendonitis, which obviously people that do other sports get knee tendonitis, but we get it probably from impact mostly, you know? And, yeah, yeah. And also just the way you land if you let your knees shoot forwards when you land you're just gonna get loads of shearing force mm. and people don't think about that loads of people land like that with like super straight but like knees going forwards and they get loads of shearing force and they get tendonized through that but they don't know they're doing it and they're doing it for years and then and then they get tendonized for a, a long time you know um yeah we need somebody to like explain all the stuff and try to like go through it but somebody who's actually trained parkour needs to do it because yeah. otherwise they won't know they'll just tell you the rant the usual stuff i but think there's a lot of parkour coaches that do a decent job of that but they, uh, they could they yeah. could be a lot of um it could be a lot better they could be a lot better because maybe i I've always had tendon eyes and i never had anything nobody actually helped me with it um yeah maybe i didn't complain classes, hard enough but i went loads of a classes of yeah. yeah no one really knew so it's not their fault, but I mean, eventually people should know because if you, it's a really common thing in parkour. So maybe we should start learning about it. More of the um, like science behind the yeah. body. And I've had to learn it just by, by getting hurt, <laughs> you know? Maybe yeah, most yeah. of those people never got never got tendonitis, so that's why they just don't talk about it because mm -hmm. they don't really know about it. But I got loads of tendonitis, so I had to learn it through that way, you know? It's pretty annoying when you get it. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. cool. We've we've been through about hundreds um, topics. <laughs> Do you want to shout out your stuff then, or is it Chris Movement? Shout out at Chris Movement, at Chris Movement. Instagram. Mm -hmm. You got a website? You can now? find out everything. The website is coming. Ah, oh, it's not live yet. Not yet. Oh, come on. I'll drop it when the video drops. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's gonna drop at the same time. Really? That's yeah. It's all coming at the same time. It's all yeah, gonna. Yeah. It's all just gonna appear one, one oh, time. Yeah. At Chris Moon on Instagram, Chris Sarkadoula on website. Facebook. Yeah, it's all coming at the same time. <laughs> it's all coming at the same time. And then, uh, yeah, hopefully, like once every few months, I'll be releasing a video. All right, I'll a video with slightly different project, depending on like what I want to create. But I want my ideas to create some stuff, mm -hmm. some like visual content, mm -hmm. once every few months. So cool. a bit more regularly than I have done in the past. That's what you studied, years. wasn't it? Basically, right? Uh, filmmaking. Yeah, you yeah. And my sister does as well. So <coughs> collab. Yeah, she's quite a good person to have involved. Mm -hmm. And she, yeah, shout out my sister. Shout <laughs> out <laughs> Connie. Shout out to Connie. <laughs> more more projects to come. Awesome. Yeah. yeah All right, yeah. it's great, Chris. All right. Two hours and ten minutes. Done. <laughs>